Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 25 of the Real Talk podcast, a quarter century of episodes in now, and next week our episode will be our half-year anniversary, which is another wild metric. It does not feel like we've been doing it this long, but... Really? Wow. I, I don't think it feels like we've been doing it this long. Do you guys? No, That's kind of not at all. It's kind half, of fucked. Half year next week. I can't believe it's yeah. half year. That's crazy. 26 weeks. So shout out to all our supporters for getting us this far, but yeah, half year, crazy. Today we have a great packed episode. Going to be reviewing Cocaine Bear. Going to be reviewing Outer Banks Season 3. At least George and I will be. Uh, got some new trailers this week. Plenty of movie news. A lot of nerd news as well. We'll go over what we've been watching lately. And then for the draft in the spirit of Cocaine Bear, we're going to do a draft of movies that have an animal in the title of the movie. So all that's coming and more. We have tons of content coming today, like I just mentioned. But also we have four real quick episodes this week. We have a Q&A episode, a draft of the best movies that start with the word the, a new real fun trivia game. We haven't done one of those since like October or maybe even earlier. I don't even know. It's been a long time. So, October. Yeah. So every single day, Monday through Friday, we are going to have a new episode of something dropping. So if you're watching us on YouTube right now, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Listening to Spotify or Apple, hit the follow button, rate us five stars so you know when our content is dropping because we're going to have a ton coming this week. And again, none of this uptick in content would be possible without our Patreon members. So if you want to check out the Patreon in the description, plenty of tiers there, plenty of awesome perks. This week, patrons are going to be receiving personal video messages, get to hang out with us at a Google meeting, movie watch along. They're able to ask us questions that we're going to be answering on the Q&A tomorrow. Yeah, that drops tomorrow. So plenty of perks for Patreon. Patreon, go check it out in the description below. See if you want to join. But with all the, that... Announcements out of the way with all the content coming this week. Let's get into episode 25. How is everyone doing this week? We'll start with George because last week you were, you know, on the back of an elephant in, in Cairo, Egypt, calling in from the podcast. Um, how are you this week? Green screen. Uh, I'm good this week. Uh, you know, came back Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, and just had, had a lot of work to catch up on because I took a couple of days off uh, the previous week. Um, so it's been a little busy work-wise uh personal life a little relaxing i went home this weekend just to play tennis a little bit and see the fam um but other than that chill busy week of work chill week of personal life and now we're recording a podcast and getting ready for getting ready for the new week yeah the cycle continues cam how has your week been i know you had a you had a rough night last night uh, with purdue basketball but how's the rest of the week been (laughs) life sucks everything sucks purdue sucks fuck it who cares i actually though i am like emma and i are both pretty sick this week not like not like like super sick but we both have colds just kind of real lazy week uh, if you can tell i'm in the same uh, sweatshirt as yesterday i didn't uh or so we, we should were, say that we recorded yeah we recorded too <laughs> sorry so you can't tell sorry but uh they the, the people here can obviously um we recorded yesterday as well to, to keep up with all this content I just kind of come in my room and throw on a sweatshirt and Emma and I just like haven't left out left the uh, apartment unless to go see cocaine bear. Um, so yeah, just, just kind of a lazy weekend. Um, and then Purdue fucking fuck you. Stupid ass. <laughs> Bunch of engineer nerds. Uh, so wait, you're going to have the same sweatshirt on for five episodes straight. Yeah, Love that. yeah. Love so it. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, <laughs> I will be 
repping the same. Olive looks good on you, though, man. Thanks. Thank you. I appreciate it. I feel like rewearing sweatshirts is not that big of a deal. Like, I feel like you can wear it for days for you. No, yeah, I'm. I'm just. Sweatshirts no. are a kind of thing that like I'll throw off to the side and probably wear for a week and then wash them. Yeah, I don't know. I'd say I get like three, four washes or three, four yeah. wears out of a sweatshirt before yeah. I'm like, oh, let's give it a wash. Exactly. Um, yeah, just lazy weekend. Nothing crazy. Well, I hope you start feeling better soon as well as Emma. Okay. Seth, Seth, how have things been over on that side of the pond? Yeah, pretty good. I've, I've, I've like past couple days felt a bit like cold as well. Just feel run down, maybe because of stresses at work, maybe because of other things. Um, UFC last night was pretty good. The main event got cancelled after like I don't know how something gets cancelled like an hour before they're meant to go on. You know, if you're ill, if you're that ill, you probably know you're that ill, so you yeah. just don't turn. Yeah, they cancel because like one of the fighters is sick, yeah. right? I I don't know if like the, he wanted to fight and the doctor said he couldn't, but it's a bit of a weird one. It's happened. It happened fairly recently as well. But I actually preferred it because last night wasn't a great card and I have to stay up for like all events even if they're shit. So I'm kind of glad that I could actually go to bed a little bit earlier. Yeah, I cut like 30 week, minutes off, right? Pretty, probably a bit more, yeah. Because next week's obviously the return of John Jones. Probably the biggest card of the year. Just so excited for it. Even thinking about it, I just, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's one of them. I'm just, yeah. You know I'm he's big if I, if I know who it is. Mm-hmm. Exactly, that's the thing. Good yeah. for John Jones. No, not we don't like Don Jones. Oh, okay. We don't. That, I, that much I don't know. That bad we don't John like Don Jones at all. Bad for John Jones. Bad for John Jones. Um, but yeah, really excited. Uh, busy week, and then not much else really. Just uh, seeing a few films, which we'll go on to in a bit, and then Cocaine Bear. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't gotten a UFC pay per view in uh, years, but I don't know. This next card next week, like John Jones returning, might be enough to get me get me intrigued. But I will be getting today, which is yesterday for listening. I'm going to be watching the Tommy Fury Jake Paul fight today. So yeah. excited for that! Absolutely I, pulling for Tommy Fury just because I no. love Island UK Stan. No, so I'm pulling for Tommy Fury. Uh, I don't watch boxing anymore, and I ne- I've never watched like one of these like. It's like a half YouTube, half real boxing. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. I've never watched one of these. I used to for really- money. Yeah, obviously. I used to be really into to boxing when I was younger. I've not watched boxing ages, but I'm going to watch it tonight because it's actually intriguing me. And I just think it'd be so funny if the brother of the best heavyweight in the world gets beaten by someone who was on Disney Channel. I just know it's hilarious. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm rooting for Jake Paul in this one because I just think it'd be funny. And I will be watching it, definitely. Yeah, I don't know how much... I don't know if there's, like, an undercard or anything. I don't know if you know Seth or if it's just, like, there a will be, fight, but... yeah. Be. There'll be an undercard. Yeah. There's always undercards. I have no idea. I'm only yeah. going to be watching for that. This is where, like, I'll have no like, interest uh, in undercard. Here's my TikTok lore knowledge. This is where, like, uh, Faith Ordway was fighting that porn star. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the one from the UK. Yeah, 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 it would be kind of like one of those undercards. I'm sure there's, like, some TikToker fighting, fighting yeah. tonight. Me. Yeah. yeah Seth. No, well, it's normally Seth. they have those like YouTuber boxing events. They have a bunch of random YouTubers and TikTokers, but like normally when the Paul brothers fight, it's a more, little more serious than an undercard. They, yeah, they take they, well, Jake, serious. Jake Paul is actually like no, but Jake Paul can't actually box. Like yeah, right, yeah, like, yeah. He hasn't lost, yeah. right? He's like correct. But he, he did his last fight was against a forty-eight-year-old. This will definitely yeah, be his and, toughest and test. He's test out, yet. He's knocking out Nate Robinson. Yeah. And, uh, Tyler knows. Yeah. Know. yeah. You guys know Nate. Robinson yeah, that's so funny that he fought <laughs> Nate Robinson. No, he is. He's like five. I mean, like, he's not five he's short for basketball. He's short for an MBA. He's yeah, like he's our height. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like short for basketball. Yeah, he's like our height. Which, <laughs> if you're making it to the to the association at that height, good for <laughs> well, you. What about uh, Muggsy Bose? 
is he, tiny. How he's tall old, is he? Old is school. He's, you don't know who he is. I know who he is. How tall is he? Was, he? he was five foot three, wasn't he? Yeah. In the NBA. You think I don't know a Space Jam, a Space Jam, <laughs> a star? Was Muggsy he in Space Bo Jam? Yeah, of he was, <laughs> man. He was the short alien. Oh, um, God. Well, before before we, I assume we're kind of hitting the lull. So before we move on, what's the like weather like for you guys right now? Like, like what, what's Seth, what's the weather like in the UK these days? Like in, in February, late February. Uh, right genuinely now, asking. it's right uh, this week. It's been like really cold. I'm going to say like wake up in the morning, probably sitting about three or four degrees. I'm not sure that is in Fahrenheit. I'd say like 30. Yeah, so about thirty. Yeah. yeah. Is it like, like that all day? I don't. At the moment, yeah. I don't know if you guys like know the like meme. Indiana is like always memed for like just how polarizing the weather is. So right now we're sitting at our like we'll wake up and it'll be twenty and it's supposed to get to sixty by the end of the day. Like it just absolutely ranges. So I think that's yeah, why I get like a cold. Yeah. That's why I get a cold like every single like fall yeah. time i feel like because it's just or springtime god i'm an idiot every single um change. yeah every single change because indiana just varies like this crazy thing. so we're supposed to get up to 70 at one point this week and then like the next day is 30 it's just it makes i hate you can go through every season in indiana at once yeah. so move, to, move to new york <laughs> you should all you should all move to new york sure i i don't know if i could live in a city man i don't no, think i could I, ever not live in a house again <laughs> once you That's leave fair. the apartment lifestyle there's no way i can go back to it <laughs> yeah we're in like a town home and even that i feel like i couldn't go to just like a one or like two bedroom apartment or something like that it's just it's too much too much if yeah. i wanted to live in new york i'd just live in london i don't want to live in london so <laughs> that's the issue isn't it the same thing well let's get let's get jumping into our reviews here starting off with cocaine bear which much like Megan of a month ago has pulled off a very, very solid marketing campaign that got a lot of people super hyped up for it. It's directed by Elizabeth Banks based on the true story of a bear that in the 80s ingested a lot of cocaine that was dropped from a plane by drug dealers in the middle of the woods. And the, the bear goes on a, a ravenous rampage. And you get to follow that in this movie in what is... Which is just not true, by the way, on the real story. The bear just like gets coked out, very lays, and lays, lays down, and then dies. Yeah, yeah dies. right. Like dies yeah, immediately. Like, <laughs> and all that happens. So. Yeah, but <laughs> um, so yeah, this movie's like a it's 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 definitely like a classified as a comedy, but also definitely has plenty of elements of horror into it, especially like more classic horror. Um, so yeah, let's let's just get into our reviews of it. I'm gonna start off with Seth here. Uh, you saw it, I think, like basically opening day. I remember. Um, yeah. What were your thoughts on Cocaine Bear? I know this is, we're not gonna do a non-spoiler spoiler section. This yeah, isn't really like if you're that passionate about Cocaine Bear, look in the description right now and skip ahead. But we're not gonna you know hold our tongue for a bit and then go spoiler mode. We're just gonna talk Cocaine Bear. So Seth, let's hear it. Yeah, I um, I don't really know what I was expecting from this. I don't want to expect anything, but I the one thing I didn't expect was that me leaving the cinema. Like I, I just wanted more bear. I didn't want to see a film about called I Cocaine Bear. Like, yeah, not I think that bear. was a budget issue. It had to be. Well, but, yeah, but, but yeah, you're right. Sucks. You're right. Like, I the scene. Okay, so there's, it's a lot. It's very comedy focused, just, and I'll be honest. Yeah, majority of the comedy, majority of the comedy didn't work for me. I, I think some of the characters were fucking unbearable. To be honest, there was there was a few scenes here and there which 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 got a chuckle out of me. I'm not saying it was 
this is a film where it's like I'm, I'm definitely I didn't hate it, but I didn't I didn't like it. There was a few scenes, particularly the violent scenes, I enjoyed. I wish there was less talking humans and more just if it was like a show reel of just like a bear killing people for a ninety minutes, I fucking watch that. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a scene, there's an ambulance scene where a guy gets amputated um, in the ambulance, and he's like, "Let's come off." And it's all over the place. There's loads of gore. That was really enjoyable. If it was just like ninety minutes of just that kind of thing with a little <laughs> bit of suspense building up here and there, cool. I don't need that's like... a that's a TikToker too. Shout out him. Don't know his name, but that's who? like a tick. Uh, yeah, that that guy who gets his legs bit off in the oh, ambulance. Oh, yeah, okay. he, he like started on TikTok. He makes those videos where it's like POV. You're a store worker, and they're like, "I'll go oh, talk to you. I'll go talk to your manager." God. And he's like, "Good, do it. I don't care if you mention it to my manager. This is a nine to five job where I get paid twelve bucks, something like Dude, that." He, yeah. He just did a promotion for cocaine. Yeah. There. Yeah. <laughs> was, oh, why. was it the guy who did the video? Where he's oh. like, you don't need to know anything. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why. Dude, I did not. Oh, I just put that DIR all too. Yeah. Yeah. I saw yeah. That. Oh, so, shout out him. Start on TikTok. They're just like us for real. For real. Wow. We'll be there. Celebrities just we'll like us. We'll be in the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be put us in the sequel of Coke. Put us in like Cocaine Shark or Cocaine Alligator. And yeah, I, the worst thing for me was like it was good when it was stupid, mm. and when it was all out violence and gore. It was it was at its absolute worst when they <laughs> tried to add any sort of character development in a film like this. The ending, I just honestly hated. I I just thought like, what are you doing? Just just carry on. Either either dive really deep into the absurdity and make it as stupid as possible, or actually try for a for a really well written film with some development. Don't go down the middle. I feel like it had no direction where I didn't know where it wanted to go most of the time. That was my main criticism. I give it a two out of five. So I definitely didn't hate it. Um, I think if there was a little, like say like 10, 15 minutes more bare, maybe even the three, but it was the fact that there was just so much shit that I just didn't care about. And I'll be honest, for a film about a bear killing people on cocaine, I was bored quite a lot of the time. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, I was bored like a lot of the time. I, I'm going to tell the truth here. I do not use my phone in the cinema. There was not many people in my screening. I was right at the back. I pulled my phone off for the last like half an hour and I was just like, scrolling some of the time. I was just bored. I just didn't care about most of the stuff that was on there. Yeah, I totally feel that. Like, well, my screening was packed. We had to sit in like, you know, the front bank of seats at the theater. Um, but like in the back row of it, oh, so it, was still, it was still fine to see. Like it was still good. Like, and I actually kind of like, sometimes prefer those seats like in the front bank of back row because I feel like I get super like immersed in the movie. But yeah, like I was with my girlfriend. It was like our date night for our two year anniversary, and like I, I literally fell asleep in the third act. Like she had to nudge me. She's like, "No way, are you sleeping right now?" I'm like, "I'm sorry. Like I'm so bored of this. Like the third act got so boring for me." Yeah, um, I agree. I think the thing is like Seth nailed it on the head here. It's, it's just that they didn't they didn't know what they wanted to be. Like they wanted like they started off immediately at the movie like in the scene or in the woods with a hiker's girlfriend or fiance or wife or whatever just getting just mauled by a bear and then from there you're like this is about to be just an electric metal movie but then you you get introduced to probably 12 characters with just backstories they go way too deep into that are just so uninteresting like i don't need to know about a mom nurse who works like the night shift who has like a new boyfriend the, and they're going to be going to is nashville there a um is there a, a uh 
profession that like we can give a mom that's not nurse like one day i would just like to see <laughs> a mom is, not be a nurse yeah it's like in a movie like cocaine bear when the mom's a nurse like oh wow i bet she's gonna put some do some crucial first aid or like help help save someone at the end like but like they they, they kept, it wasn't even just once it was like multiple times they kept talking about like this the trip with their boyfriend in nashville i'm like why this doesn't like matter for your character and then like the the three teenage gangbangers hanging out in, like the bathroom at the park like I thought that was oh a dreadfully God. stupid storyline that I just didn't care for. Oh, then yeah. like Alden Ehrenreich and the the other guy who are like the drug dealers like the fact that like every yeah, single time it. yeah every t- every single time that dude got like any blood on him like they made a whole thing about like oh man you got on my shoes and stuff I'm like this is dreadfully yeah, unfunny. So the kid, but like there was some scenes I really liked. I don't think any of the comedy ever worked for me. I thought it was a little funny when the kids ate ate the cocaine, but like all the dialogue leading up to that was not funny. But there was like action sequences, like the ambulance and stuff, that I thought were funny just from that the the mayhem that was going on and like the tree scene with the bear climbing the tree. But ultimately, like I give this a four point four to ten, and it's like not it's not like a mid movie where I was like oh it's like just coasting at a two star the whole time. It's like there was like moments where I'm like this is like a four four point five star. Like I'm loving this specific moment. Then there's a lot of times where I'm like this is like a half star. I hate this. <laughs> so it just like it's a huge up and down of a movie that ended up just like settling on a two for me. I think that's the main problem. I don't know if you agree with this, Tyler. Like it wasn't it, it to be to, to this be enjoyable. It either needed to be good or really fucking bad, where it was just down the middle. So it's like. Right. And also, sorry, just to point out, Tyler mentioned anniversary. How, listeners, how <laughs> yeah. weird is this? We all have an anniversary with our significant others within the space of two weeks. Oh, that's, I, I think that's pretty funny. That is right. crazy. Yeah. And it's not yeah. even like a t- very typical cuffing season. I feel like it would be, if, if it was all like December or November, that makes sense. Like, oh, it's like all the winter season. That's yeah. when everyone gets cuffed, but it's like yeah. end of winter. It's kind of like a weird yeah. season. <laughs> Just but, wanted to throw that thoughts in there for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but back, back to Cocaine Bay real quick, like, uh, or for, just for my end real quick, like, I, I don't know. It was just, the whole third act was, like, dedicated to trying to be like, look, like, the mom, the mom nurse is just trying to save her kids, and the mom bear is just trying to save her cubs. I'm like, ugh. They're, like, trying to Coke make this, like, cubs. a, they're trying to make this, like, a thing now, and this is just not, yeah. like, like, yeah, I, I just can't echo what Seth said enough, where it's like, did it it just didn't know what it wanted to be did it want to like have a serious like feminist message with like this female bear or did it want to like just be crazy cocaine bear but george you saw it the most recently i believe last night what what are your thoughts yeah i just saw it last night um i mean listen it's exactly what i expected from a movie called cocaine bear um but i I'm, i'm with you tyler they spent way too much time trying to like develop these characters that like no one gave a shit about like no one's going to the theater to watch like a mom nurse try to save her her two kids from a cocaine bear we're going to watch a cocaine bear slaughter some people Hmm. um and i said like my in my tiktok review this movie could have been like 40 minutes long Mm -hmm. if they took out all of the unnecessary like attempted character development and shit um but no it it had laughs Uh, i'm not going to sit here and tell you i didn't laugh at parts Mm -hmm. my theater was losing it um, my feet was absolutely losing it, and like I, I, I just I don't understand it. <laughs> like it had some funny moments. The whole ambulance chase scene was funny. I think the mm-hmm. first scene where the mom sees the bear and like the kid and the guy are climbing the tree that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it had its funny moments, but I don't know. For the most part, I thought a lot of the comedy was was delivered like very corny. I thought it was a little cringe. The acting was terrible. Um, 
but it was fun. I had a fun time with it. You know, this is a movie you walk into and you just turn your brain off and you don't expect Oscar level stuff. So that's what I got. And, you know, it was enjoyable. I went with a two out of five. I'll never rewatch this movie, but if there's a, <laughs> no. but it, if there's a sequel, I will probably watch it. George, did, do, do you like sometimes think that these people who just laugh at everything? I had, you know, the cocaine scene with the kids where they have that like cringy dialogue up to the point where they try it for the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was these two women like howling. And I'm like, are you a fucking social experiment or something? <laughs> like, these are like the biggest NPCs ever. I just don't understand how this is so funny. Uh, that would be such it's, a funny it, roast to see Seth to say to someone in person, just screaming, someone <laughs> saying, are you a social experiment? It's true. It's, <laughs> but, uh, I, I, thought the, I thought the scene was funny too when they first went in, like the... Like, I enjoyed when the, the park ranger, like, the lady met, like, the specialist guy, and she was, like, so obsessed with him, and, like, how she's, like, these no, guys are that's wasting... Fucking, that's that's Ty- Jesse Tyler Ferguson. My man yeah. Mitch from, from Modern Family has yeah. done dirty in this movie. Super yeah. dirty. <laughs> no, I, 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 I love that, like, how she's, like, just, like, I'm just, like, just fawning over this dude, thinks he's the hottest <laughs> thing ever, and she's, like, these children are wasting your time. Like, he's the most important <laughs> thing in the world. But uh, Cameron, you saw it. You gave it the highest score out of all of us, but not really by much. What What are your thoughts? I, I gave it a – I settled on a 61 out of 100, I think. I uh, dropped sick down a bit. So this is, you know, still a 3 out of 5, my highest rated movie of the year. And I, <laughs> I, I, I just – I don't know. I laughed too much, and I had just an easy watch for, to give this a negative score you are the social experiment aren't you <laughs> no man I, I i was not laughing at those moments but like there were two moments that got me really to laugh and also a couple moments where i'm like i think i could make this funnier but get to that um <laughs> you probably could uh, when he shoot when the when the police officer shoots o'shea jackson's uh fingers off and he gets the two middle the two middle finger or like that was he, he like misses one bizarre. finger that yeah. had me dying because like i saw it and was like whoa how do you do that and then they make a joke about it and that that really made me laugh um and then the other time where uh margo martindale's character um the uh what she what is she a park right she's a park ranger <laughs> tries shooting the bear and shoots the guy no that, <laughs> was, that was funny mm-hmm. yeah that, that really funny. made me laugh and funny. the way i think i could make this funnier i would i wish they would have made this like a running gag where she killed like three or four so people, many people. <laughs> <laughs> like like i thought she was <laughs> oh no oh, no we lost cameron he had, Come on. he had a moment there he was about to tell us how to make cocaine bear a four to five star movie freezes left and right cam, cam you're back you're back tell us how to make it you're better back. damn it yeah, so I think it would have been hilarious if while they're in the uh, ambulance, if she shot Scott Sice, who gets, like, mauled by the bear. Like, while she's trying as, to pull. Because she's just randomly firing, and he's, like, right behind or right in front of her. She's just randomly firing, trying to hit the bear. And I also thought she was going to shoot the other, like, the other, the I don't even know, the kid that, like, kid, just yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't even know how to describe him. He was just a, a, a hooligan kid, kid, I guess. Um yeah i don't know it like and then there were a lot of points that just like gave it, i think george said it in his review where it, it wasn't like a laugh but it was like a eh, that was funny yeah. like, like a it, little it, breath kind of thing it, it gave me a chuckle and i think there were enough moments that gave me a chuckle like uh uh the the police officer they had like a running gag going of him like with this dog and i it wasn't that funny but every time he like brought it up at once more and I thought they were just going to keep bringing it up, and they kind of did, but I think they could have made it more funny. But most times he brought it up, I was like, eh. I, you know, yeah. it wasn't like, 
Yeah, it wasn't like the funniest thing. I think it was really funny when they first brought up and it was like progressively a, a less emphatic <laughs> as it kept going on for me. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah the, the one that really made me laugh is when he's like calling the Humane Society. It was like, I thought I was getting a, what what did he say? A Great Dane or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just had this small ass dog. I, uh, and yeah, last Jesse Tyler Ferguson, man, done so dirty. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are fans of Modern Family. Wait, which, but I ones, love... which ones? Though? Which ones? Uh, which the Park he, Ranger. He's the, like no, the, he's the park park no, he's the Park Ranger guy. Oh, yeah, so, the Park the, Ranger yeah. guy. The, the, um, the one that gets mauled in the tree and then yeah, you just yeah, see yeah. blood drip down his face, mm -hmm. which again, very gory. Seen. Yeah, it entertained me. Um, if you if you ever hit a small animal of any capacity and make it sound like a dog whimpering, I'll probably cry. Um, like I don't tell me you cried a cocaine. Baby. It didn't you actually. Cried. No, it did not actually make <laughs> me cry. But it, I was like, it made me like, oh, why they why they hitting that baby dog baby bear? When the cocaine bear. And I don't care about spoilers. When the cocaine bear got shot and like fell down the mountain, someone behind me goes, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> that was me, man. That was me. I, like I wasn't, I I wasn't like saying it out loud, but any animal. Dude, I like I look to my right to try peek over my shoulder to see who the fuck that because that is a social experiment. Yeah, <laughs> that was me, man. I can't explain it. I hate people. I love animals. So anytime. No, I I know what you mean. Whenever an animal does like a noise in a film, whenever a person like dies, whimpers. I don't care. Whenever yeah. an animal yeah. does it, I do get a bit like. <laughs> And then, I didn't realize that was the Modern Family guy, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Also, also, did you guys realize Brooklyn Prince, who's the daughter in this? She's from the Florida Project. Is she? Yeah, um, she's the, the little girl in the Florida Project. Yeah. Wasn't she the girl from Black Phone, too? Or Megan, no. or one of those? I oh, know they're sisters. They all no, look she's not from either of those. Oh, I could have sworn. Sorry. Also, no. O'Shea Jackson Jr. is Ice Cube's son. So that's a fun, yeah. fun little yes. thing. And then we got the... <laughs> we got the Ice Cube basically no, oh wait oh yeah 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 in, so, in, in, yeah straight out of content yeah, yeah, thank you sorry yeah. i thought you were saying like in this he was like he was ice cube no, 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 no. uh, and then and then we got the old the guy from game of thrones a lot of a lot of people from other things during this movie the whole and time i mean I we got i mean we gotta mention ray liotta like well yeah ray liotta's in yeah it. but i mean his name hasn't even brought up in the podcast that's just disrespectful yeah yeah Sha Rest Rick. in peace, Ray Liotta. Rick. Tough, but, yeah, not a good character <laughs> by any means, but he, he never he he's always this kind of character. I feel yeah. like like this is the character he always plays, um, like a mafia guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like in this, he's uh, just a drug dealer. For me, like know. just just like closing words from me on Cocaine Bears. It's just it was just a very frustrating movie for me because, like you guys said, like I genuinely did laugh like several times. There was several scenes I was like, this is gnarly and awesome. There's just so many scenes that I was so bored by and so uninterested in that it was just that's why I'm it's just such a roller coaster of a movie and it just like sucks because like I'd almost rather have just like an average five out of ten movie than something that shows flares and glimpses of like an eight nine out of ten and then just sucks the rest because like I'm like like Cam was saying like you could have made this funnier you could have made this better like if you focus the plot like I, I saw so many pieces of Cocaine Bear that could have totally been like a very fun cult classic campy movie. But it just only was able to do that for moments. So any other it closing comments on Cocaine Bear yeah. from y'all? And then it also wouldn't be me if I, 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 like I said, this movie for me was a bunch of, oh, I know that guy from this place or whatever. Uh, Alden Ehrenreich, he's Han Solo. Got yeah. Oh, that, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Dude, I thought that was like, super obvious. Dude, I did yeah, not. Han Solo. Yeah. Oh, my God. In the whole yeah. movie, I was like, what the 
fuck do I know this guy <laughs> from? Oh, and then I think from I think from only the, the one movie, Seth, the Solo a Star uh, Wars story. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was the it was the beard and his like disgusting look that like threw me off. Also, he's an Oppenheimer. He's an Oppenheimer. He's also he in Fair in Play, Oppenheimer. which will be coming out on Netflix soon, which was a, yeah, what a, a big what a, win what at Sundance. I big think, year uh, for Alden. I think what uh, what this – and he got a lot of shit for being Han Solo, so good for him. Um, but I think this movie it either had two, two restrictions because I'm assuming the budget is why they couldn't do a ton of bear. And also I fear – I fear that they wanted to be like a like a Jaws esque thing, but you showed the bear way too much to make it yeah, a yeah, Jaws esque thing. Um, and it, also, when you're in a comedy, that just doesn't work. The budget this wasn't was, low though. Like I've just looked, it was 35 million, which isn't as low. Yeah, as I but it, I mean, like what uh, what was the budget of of uh, uh, Prey? I feel like this bear yeah. looked better than that bear. Yeah, but that was agree? a bad film. Well, that's fair. Um, um, I will say though, sixty-five. This, so you probably are right. Sixty-five. Yeah. So yeah. they they didn't have a ton of money. Like when you get into VFX of making a fake bear, I feel like that probably costs a lot. Yeah. yeah. Which I do like think that. they did. Actually, I don't know if it's right, to, but I feel like the what we got of the bear looked pretty good VFX wise. Yeah. So it's like, would Which we rather have had more bear? But then like the quality gets of all the bear scenes gets down tick ten percent. Like I think they probably made the Honestly, right choice in terms of their budget, yes. but. You would have rather, yeah, it, it's tough, but uh, I'd just rather it be more stupid. So I, I don't, I, I wouldn't, if it was more stupid, I wouldn't have looked into the bear as much and be like, okay, that's some shit. Seth, did you end up watching Megan ever? No, no, I missed yeah, the podcast so with you. We was... brought up this, you're, you're, you're kind of right in this, like, is, is like a Megan esque movie, but this for me and why I have it much higher than Megan is, is the fact that this didn't lean into like a horror comedy didn't work in megan because it tried to be horror it tried, this to, be tried horror. to be comedy with a little bit of horror so that worked more for me i feel like yeah i get it um i don't know i still don't like megan and then another comparison is like violent night um but i think violent night was funnier so that's why i have it a bit higher violent yeah. night never tried to be serious though so no yeah i agree i like violent night more and i have it a bit higher um those are all those those are really all my points produced by lord and miller two of the greatest directors producers ever mm, do, do not know who they are who? They, they did you don't know lord and miller they did uh lego movie spider-man into the spider-verse uh yeah. and of course the lego batman bill and a lot of tv episodes the lord and chris miller they're very Never. good okay. Yeah, so you hype those up way beyond belief for that list of list of movies you just rattled off. They, they did a lot yeah. more assholes. I was, I was expecting like Star Wars, Harry Potter. No, they're they're just funny guys. They did uh, Twenty Two Jump Street and Twenty One Jump Street. Uh, Cloudy with a Chance of they produced One and Two. No, they're directors of these. Oh, okay. Really? Little... Sorry, sorry. No, they were just producers of Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Sorry, that's my bad. Uh, and writers, actually. So, oh. and oh, so yeah, yeah they, are, they do good movies now, but cloudy with the chances. Are they producing the upcoming Elvis TV show, Asian Elvis? <laughs> no. Seems like something that'll be up there, Ali. Your trailer reaction, George. Oh, hell yeah. No, I don't even know not. what that was. No, they <laughs> are not, George. I That's just Matt. think they're very good now. They're not, they're they're more recent, but yeah, I like the 21 and 22 Jump Street, Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs. I like meatballs. Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs. Oh, producers on Solo. So maybe that's probably why they got a Alden the Aaron Aaron Reich Aaron Reich connection. Probably why. 
But we'll, we'll end it there. So Cam gave Cocaine Bear a three star, and then Seth George and myself gave it a two star. Cam, out 61 out of 100, and Tyler, 4.4 out of 10. So we'll move on quickly to, to review Outer Banks Season 3. George, I saw you just posted a review of it last night. I finished it yesterday morning. Um, I, we'll just keep it spoiler-free because it's a full 10-episode yeah. season of a show that came out two days ago. So I don't imagine most people have finished it except the movie TikTokers that are thirsting for content like us. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so we'll keep it spoiler-free. Uh, what were your overall thoughts? Because I actually didn't even watch your video. I saw you posted it, but I didn't get a chance to see cool. it. So I have no clue where you're coming from on, on this. <laughs> um, I'm fully on the side that like Outer Banks is a TV show. I press play on every episode and I don't expect like Emmy-worthy shit. I just expect to have a good time and vibe with a couple of friends. Uh, I did make the comparison and I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, I think Outer Banks is turning into like Fast and Furious, where like season <laughs> one was like, it was super personal, it was super tight, there was nothing crazy going on. Season two, it gets a little more unbelievable, and we're really kind of pushing the boundaries on what these kids can get away with. And season three, it's like, okay, this is just out of control. These kids would be in prison with half of these decisions they're yeah, making. Or dead. Uh, yeah, or dead. Um, so I, I think that's funny, but I like that the show is at least just like, embracing it like they're they're completely just putting everything into like the absurdity of, of these plots and these characters and i respect it i have a good time watching this show uh i i think the soundtrack selection is truly great mm -hmm. um but yeah overall it's a show i never expect anything from and that's what i you know went into season three thinking i had a good time with it um i'm not going to sit here and tell you i didn't have a good time uh, I do enjoy just watching these characters go through this ridiculous run of the this like treasure rock. hunt. And... Yeah, treasure hunt or just getting away with everything they're getting away with. Uh, but again, it's a vibe. That's really is what it Outer Banks is. No. no. Oh, is it? It's, I, I don't actually know what it is. Straight up show. Straight yeah, up th show, third huh? season. I thought it was like White Lotus. No. Nah, but yeah, like, but, um, yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah, that's all I was going to say. It, it's fun just to hang out with these characters good music and just you know turn your brain off and watch some stupid shit for a little bit yeah i quite enjoyed the season i think uh i think me and you might be in the minority it sounds like some people are not not very happy with the season but i think the thing that for me is like since i ever saw outer bank season one when like the pandemic first started i knew it was like a campy corny like i don't know i feel like a lot of people are having like revisionist history now or something where like because i remember i initially mentioned outer banks like a long time ago on tiktok i was like oh it's like a guilty pleasure show i know it's like pretty dumb and like corny and then everyone's like it's not dumb and corny like that's like a good show i'm like uh, i don't know like and then everyone's like kind of saying like oh season one was still like grounded which it was for like eight episodes but if you can remember like john b like falls like topper like pushes john b off like a like an 80 foot like yeah. like thing and he just like lands on his back and he's fine the ending episode when they're out at sea and their like ship gets capsized and they all, all they have is like a gold bar that like shining on the moon to like get someone to rescue them oh like it's like God. outer banks has always been ridiculous and i don't think it's ever tried to not be ridiculous but like some reason so many of the fans are like no it used to be so realistic and now it's wild I'm like bro there's always been the weirdest shit that's yeah, happened in that it show never was real like season one was <laughs> as realistic as you can get when you're comparing the three seasons but like still it's for sure yeah it, there's no world in which like madeline klein's character would ever like leave her home and her family and the lifestyle <laughs> she has to go hang out with the pogues who are poor and have literally nothing like that's just a fiscally irresponsible decision and her parents would have shut that down immediately um 
and then yeah season two spirals out of control season three just gets significantly more absurd but mm -hmm. i don't know I didn't, I didn't hate season three i enjoyed it for what it was uh, i have a good time with this show and i think that's you know that's all i can ask for i'm very happy with some of the decisions they made at the very end of season three because going forward i'm going to be very excited for those storylines to not be involved tweet. yeah i saw your tweet and yeah. i was like hmm. i was like I, I don't think i'm as excited as he is but that's really a, I, I was I, 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 one of the characters I'm sad to see go. One of them I'm kind of happy. Yeah. But yeah. but speaking of characters like Drew Starkey who plays Rafe, I need to see him in like movies. Dude, that dude, every I, time he's on my screen, I'm locked in. He's such a like, yeah. compelling actor. I need to see him in some he movies. Just, he plays like that character. It's literally like Skylar White where it's like a character you hate so much, but like the acting is like genuinely great and it's why like that's why you hate him so much, but he's really <laughs> Seth hates good. that take. <laughs> Skylar White? Yeah. You hate She sucks. No. Oh, Walter stop sucks. it. Oh, Skyler's he's one of like, those. Walter sucks, but Skylar oh, just kind of yells a like the worst character. I mean, like, they both suck, but no, Skylar but sucks just because she's annoying, not because she's ruined Walter's her family's a horrible life. Human. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm with you that. But Sky like, Skylar's annoying, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah she's annoying. Well, yeah. I, all right. My fault. You are you are very much on the Alpha Sigma Walter White mode right now, dude. All right, Rafe and Outer Banks is like Joffrey from Game of Thrones. There you go. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue. There you go. Just a sheer scumbag, but he's genuinely acted well. Fuck you guys, Skyler Stucks. Yeah, I'm with I'm with George, but. Uh, but yeah, no, he he's an incredible actor. The, the actor who plays, I, I don't have his name pulled up on me, but Ward Cameron, that dude too. Like he's been in plenty of stuff before Outer Banks, so like I'd recognize him from other stuff. But that that guy also just great on my screen. So like you said, Outer Banks just a vibe. Like the soundtrack's great, and I'm just a sucker. Like it's so stupidly simple, but just that yellow color grading, and like the the ocean and on the beach, and just how yellow and orange they color grade that show. Just is it's just so like appetizing to watch like i just love yeah. that like it's just so it's just, warm it's and like fuzzy super, yeah it's like really calming to just like watch because it puts you in like that summer mood of just yeah because like, you know, the seasons always come out in winter so it's like so smart because yeah. like you get you're like oh this is nice like i can't wait for this yeah and but i, no, I, I thought it was still solid outer banks i think it's the worst of the three seasons but i never yeah. really think any of the seasons were amazing but i definitely like am, am ready for season four i think the final final scene of season three, I think, was funny because I feel like it totally could have just been cut off halfway through that scene and just like ended the series. But then they just like added like a couple lines yeah. and then they're like, "Oh, Netflix renewed you for season four. And they're just like, "Because it doesn't sound like season four's like storyline is going to be like anything really like. Can, yeah. I mean, they'll be the same characters, but they really just like shoehorned in a story to be like, yeah. "We're going for season four, baby." I think they, they, they realized that like season three was probably projected to have crazy viewership numbers, and they were like, "Let's just keep taking advantage of this," and like. I don't know. Chase Stokes doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's going to say no to another season of Outer Banks just because it doesn't seem like he's been. Yeah. You know, I didn't realize he's 30 now, which is crazy. Yeah, he's like 30. But, yeah, like a, playing like a 17 year old. He's yeah. like, uh, what's his name from Hannah Montana? Jason Earls. He was like 32. <laughs> playing a high schooler. I hate yeah, seeing, I hate that's seeing so that funny. meme where it's like he and, the, uh, he and John Cena are the same age. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah the guy oh. from Hannah Montana. That's so crazy. terrible. I swear that meme comes up every so often and I just hate seeing it every single time because it's always a picture of him while he's on Hannah Montana and then it's John Cena looking <laughs> like he's 30 years older than him and it's always the caption 
uh, weird when you find out these two are the same age. That 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 is wild. But yeah, like the thing with the Outer Banks is they kind of just shot themselves in the foot because like I don't think I think maybe a year tops has elapsed, like show wise in three seasons. So like they were still in high school, but I think at the very end, like and this isn't a spoiler, but it's like at the very end of season three, I think there's like a I think it said like eighteen months later or something. So I guess they're like getting a time jump in there. So like next season they're probably not gonna have to deal with any of them being in like high school. But still like even a college age guy, like if you're a freshman in college at age thirty, that's still a little concerning. This guy it's hilarious no i would i would have loved um and i i don't know this this it's stupid to speculate speculate and like theorize about outer banks but like i would have loved season three to end and then like right before it ends there's one more scene and they have like a five-year time jump where they jump to like their senior year of high of college mm. And, like, they've all been separated. They talk to each other over the summer when they come back home. But, like, they're all in college. They're all doing their own thing. And they get brought back to the Outer Banks for, like, for something. Yeah. And that, I, that I think, would have been cool, where it's just, like, a lot of time has elapsed. You know, our characters are in greatly different places in their life. And now they have to come back mm-hmm. and, like, whatever, solve, solve another stupid mystery. But yeah, I don't see myself getting sick of it anytime soon just because it's a good vibe. And like genuinely all the characters I think are well acted and like I genuinely enjoy them on my screen. So just keep giving me more. I don't and like the thing is like this is a show I want ridiculousness from. I want crazy yeah. unrealistic stuff. So give it to me. Um, anything else to say on Otter Manx? No, I can wrap it up there. All right, cool. So if you're enjoying episode 25 so far, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that like button. If you're on Spotify or Apple, leave us a rating, leave us a review. It, it truly, really helps us out. We'll move right on to trailers, and, and I'm going to kick it over to Cam real quick. Can you can you sing your jingle for us, please? Oh, shit. He wasn't prepared. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to stall. He's going to get his guitar, even though I, I don't know if he listened to last episode back and realized, like, the microphone doesn't pick up his guitar. Like, not even a single sound. But but audience, listen and, and just enlighten him. All right. No, no, just let him do it. Cam, back, back up from the mic a little bit. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. No way! <laughs> Trailer time. Nothing. No. Bro, we can't hear the guitar at all. <laughs> <laughs> and he smashes his guitar. Um, no, like Cam, I was like, I don't think Cam listened to last episode back, which I, I don't blame you. Why? Why would you dig for that? Oh, you did. Um, uh, but yeah, the, the, no matter what you do, that your mic just doesn't pick up that guitar. Not not a single hey, hey, decibel. Hey, it's trailer time. <laughs> there you go. Alright, so we got three trailers this week, all pretty uh, relatively minor, I'd say, compared to like normally what you get, but Past Lives, this is like the one, this is a trailer that really tested me to see if I'm like chronically online for film Twitter, because I saw dozens of reactions of this being like, this is like the going to be the best movie of the year, peak, amazing, but I don't really think anyone in the general public knows about this movie, nor cares about this movie. Uh, Past Lives, it was a Sundance film that was only available in person, so I wasn't able to see it. A24 purchased it after Sundance, and the trailer just came out this past week. Took the internet by storm. Yeah. Uh, at least film Twitter by storm. It sounds like it's going to be coming out this summer. They don't have a firm release date. But a lot of people, this is kind of their early projection of, like, this could be, you know, best picture type contender. So did any of you get a chance to look at this past lives trailer? Seth, I, it sounds I like did, you did. yeah. Um, I have seen, like, it's got, like, really high reviews so far. I think it's, like, 4.2, 4.3 on my books. Obviously, I have to, like... A couple thousand, right? Sundance, yeah. I do see so many people on film Twitter saying like, "This is this is winning the Oscar, blah blah." blah. And it's like, let's just let's just hold on a bit. Do you know what I mean? We're only like how long into the years? 
it's it's one of them, but it does look it does look really good. It looks like something I'll really enjoy. It looks really interesting. I was actually going to ask you if you'd seen it, Tyler. I didn't know it was just in person. Yeah, just one. in person, unfortunately. Obviously, I know that you said we don't have a release date yet, which I did notice. It looks really good, mm-hmm. and the reviews are really good, but, like, it's very early to be saying that right. how good this film is going to be compared to the rest of the year when we haven't got anything else, really. It looks very A24. It looks very right up A24's alley. And I think the thing with, like, film Twitter is, like, people go to these festivals that are, like, exclusive, and they just, like, love to show that off. Like So, like, I've seen, like, yeah, I- early Oscar predictions for next year, and people say, like, Jonathan Majors for Magazine Dreams, and it's, like... He what was great in that, but the movie's the movie's not going to be that well received. It'll be it'll be like a it'll probably be like a three point three out of five on Letterbox something. But maybe he'll get a nominee. But I just think people love to just like be like, oh, I saw this Joking. movie already. So like, yeah. look at this. This is going to be one of the top. Like because I've seen also so many people be like who've seen like an early screen of Creed be like, wow, Jonathan Majors is so great in Creed. Or like same with Ant Man. And then people will be like, just wait till you see him in Magazine Dreams. It's like okay, we get it. You like attended a film festival. Like chill out. But Cam, George, either of you get a chance to check out the Past Lives trailer? Yeah, I checked it out. Um, I think it's hilarious when people like, and I, I listen. I'm a culprit of it too. I'm already saying Oppenheimer is the best movie of the year, which it probably is. You know, Chris Nolan. <laughs> Uh, I think Seth. I think Seth thinks the same. Yeah. Uh, but it's also funny. Like, if you go back to like a lot of like YouTubers, um, like January 2022, their predictions for this year's Oscars, like before they've seen any movie, it's always like, oh, here are my way too early predictions. It's the the lists are wildly different from what like we're seeing mm-hmm. as the actual nominations now. So I feel like this is one of those situations where it's like. This is getting a lot of like rave because it's it might be just like the only good movie out right now. You know, no one knew about After Sun coming into to March of 2022. Right. Uh, no one knew Ever- about every everything everywhere all at once. No one knew it was even coming out. Um, so and when a lot it did of, come out, everyone was like, everyone ever was. There was like, this is winning. Like, there's no one's gonna play everything near. Yeah. And then, like six months later, we're like, oh, actually, it's like six on my list now. So how are you supposed to know? What yeah, you're gonna think about these it's films? Gonna be a, yeah, it's what? so hard to tell. Like, what? Where, where what? 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 What were you talking about, Seth? Everything I was saying everything everyone wants. Well, everyone yeah, it, it's still the best movie of last year, so it should have fucking won. It should fucking win. <laughs> Sorry, it's not. Just, it is. Uh, it's like seven. It's Solo's Banshees. Second, <laughs> second for me. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but it, yeah, it, it, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how this movie like genuinely holds up across the year when we like get more releases obviously david fincher is dropping a film scorsese is dropping a film we're getting another spider-verse we're getting another nolan film michael mann michael mann is dropping a film uh bradley cooper is dropping a film wonka is dropping wonka is the film david fincher Uh, yo wonka's dropping heat yeah willie wonka coming Coming out with new chocolate So yeah, it's it's just I'm happy this film is being well received and I'm really excited to see it, but it's just so funny watching people like overreact to that shit. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, the next trailer, yeah, uh, Cam, you you did watch it, did not? Yeah, I did watch it. Oh, let, let's hear your thoughts. I mean, it looks good. Yeah. I, I, you guys said everything, and I'm not yeah. gonna add anything interesting. It looks good, but I don't know. Yeah. I'll probably <laughs> enjoy it. That's my guess is I'll probably enjoy it. The next trailer is Boston Strangler, a true crime thriller starring Keira Knightley. It's coming out March 17th on Hulu. And I'll say this in the most respectful way possible. It looks very much like a Hulu original movie. 
I, I think it, I think it. I don't think it'll be bad. I'm not going to say it looks incredible. Did any of you get a chance to see this? Kira Knightley's in a movie. I'm going to be interested. Boston Strand. Like, I just watched her in a movie. We'll get to that, but haven't seen her in a long while. Just saw her. I in like Kira Knightley. I think she's yeah. good. Yeah. Interesting, but yeah, I, I, a true crime thriller. Those are like two things that are right up my alley. <laughs> the last one, uh, Chang Can Dunk. Uh, I saw this. Awesome. I saw this trailer, or I saw the trailer, and I saw the poster, and I was like, "This can't be real." And then, then I was like, "Okay, let me let me take a breath. Like, is this a real life biopic? Like, is this like a story of a real person? No, it's it's made up. So the fact that there's a made up story and they went with Chang and Dunk, just hilarious. And I will say, Disney Plus is like a coming of age basketball story about a guy a guy growing up. And I will say he that last dunk. year, he can, he can dunk, guys. Chang, he can dunk. Um, <laughs> last year, Disney Plus did release something similar called Rise, which was like the biopic story of like Giannis Antetokounmpo and his brothers. Any good? Yeah. It, I actually thought it was solid. Like it was like a seven yeah. out of ten, so it wasn't bad and it was solid. But maybe that's like my own bias because it's tied to a real person, and like you can kind of like relate better to a movie if you know it's like a real person's story. Whereas Chang can dunk. I don't know. That's I just wanted to throw this in because I saw this poster and I was like, "This is this can't be real." <laughs> it seems like a Saturday Night Live skit of like trying to do a rundown of like upcoming movies. Like, and we got Chang Ken Dunk. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I mean, I, this trailer's awesome, man. <laughs> so bad. <sighs> but that, that does it for trailers. Relatively light week on trailers, but we'll move right into movie news and nerd news, where we have we have actually like a ton of stuff this week. The first time in a while. Yeah. So the reviews went a little quicker today, and the trailers went a little quicker, but we got some news to sink our teeth into. And the first one, I'm going to go to our resident Lord of the Rings fan, Seth, because new Lord of the Rings films are in the works at Warner Brothers. Are you excited? Scared? Both? Where are you at? Okay, so there's a few ways this could go. I, I, I've seen people say it's a remake. It won't be a remake. If it's a remake, then it can fuck right off. But it's not going to be a remake. Then they're, they're not going to do that. Um... There's, there, there is a lot of avenues they can do, go down. I think a lot of people don't realize how, how big the Cimmerillion is and how much stories they have to offer. But then at the same time, actually, you have to do some research. I believe that you know the Tolkien estate owns so much of the IP of that, hence why Rings of Power couldn't use it. That it's like, are we actually going to get that or are we going to get some um, extended version of Lord of the Rings which isn't already existing, uh, existing fiction? Are we just going to add it on that it's like, if if it's that, I'll watch it, of course. But I'm I'm I am a bit worried about it to be honest. And I know I say this from like a really selfish point of view, but I don't want people's opinions of the franchise to dampen after another project that underwhelms, like The Hobbit, like Wings of Power. I want this to be Lord of the Rings. I want it to be seen as one of the greatest things ever in in cinema, which which I believe it is, of course. And if we get another project that is not up to scratch and which is going to be very hard let's be honest to be up to scratch of the lord of rings it might just dampen people's minds but then on a, on a, on a, on a positive note if, if it can be done from the Silmarillion, if we can go into all these other aspects of, of these different stories um then who knows it could be really good but uh mm -hmm. i'm like honestly 50 50 just down the middle i've seen people love it i've seen people hate it i'm just down the middle i don't really know yet that's the thing. Do you do you think you would have been more excited for this news if you had like really enjoyed Rings of Power? Because I th I think I I don't love this news, but I think if I had loved Rings of Power and if they had nailed that season, I would have been on board for this. Yeah, well, I liked it. I didn't like love it. I was kind of the same as you. I think I would have potentially been yeah. If say Rings of Power had come out and it was 
like the last of us or like even, the last of us it was yeah. up to like even if it was up to like house of the dragon, house of the dragon. Like, like, yeah. where it, was, where it was like really good i was really enjoying it okay maybe if they get a similar filmmaker i have seen rumors that peace jackson would would come back i don't know if i believe those yeah. rumors if i'm honest and also my, my another worry another worry is times are moving we are like everything is special everything is cgi everything's vfx now and that was the main issue with the hobbit it's probably going to be the same again. Like, Rings of Power used less than The Hobbit, but it was still a lot of it. Whereas Lord of the Rings, they did utilize a lot of practical effects, which I much preferred. So, can they really do anything to capture the same feeling? Probably not. And also, there's going to be that nostalgia there tied to Lord of the Rings for everyone who is a fan. No, they're not going to be able to capture that same feeling. So, I think people should either lower their expectations or maybe give them a little bit of a benefit of the doubt, like down mm-hmm. the middle. So. Yeah, I, I think just, it, Lord of the Rings are so quietly becoming Star Wars with their franchise. Like, when you think about it, they have the Lord of the Rings and they have the Hobbit trilogy. They have a spinoff show, Rings of Power. They're going to have new movies coming out. Like, I feel like Lord of the Rings out of nowhere all of a sudden is going to be one of the deeper franchises we've ever had in terms of how many projects are going on. Yeah. Which and I know, I Seth, that you hate to hear that. But, yeah, Cam, what do you think about this? I saw I saw a lot of people, like, commenting on on this and, like, don't ruin Lord of the Rings, you know, all that kind of comment and first off my my opinion i hate people that say like this ruins something else because it it doesn't the other thing is still there and it's still as good as it was i understand like you may not think of like the entire like thing as as good as it was but like the the i i'm not a lord of the rings guy and i'll admit like the two towers and the return of the king are two of like the greatest pieces of fiction movie in in a long while they're really fantastic um but I think Fellowship's very, very, very good. I have it. I don't have it at a five star, so like I'm not going to say. But you would put like Two Towers and Return of the King like a lot higher. No, I have it like a 94 versus like a 98 and 99. So like it's very, very, very good. But I'm not going to say it's the greatest piece of fiction ever. Like I don't know. Like fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I just just see it as like one long film. I mean, I, like, yeah no i i get that i i'm yeah i get that i i really do i just when i separate them i think the fellowship this is not the point of the conversation <laughs> all i'm gonna say is that is that i i just think these people forget the hobbits came out and the hobbits i don't like hate them by any means i have most of them all of them range from a 50 to a 60 um i don't Wait, think you, any, so you don't have the hobbit like higher than a 60 that's surprising. No, you don't have no. to check. I'll just ask you. I, I just looked it up, and I'm pretty sure they're all... Okay, oh, all six, right. so all from... I'll change my scale. All within 10 points still, 63 to a 52. So oh, 11. my God. I actually liked... To be honest, I liked the first two Hobbits films, like, quite a lot. Really? The third, the third one... I mean, that's fine. That's fine. The third one, I didn't. The first two, I really did. Um, that's fine. Uh, beside the point, you wouldn't say... They're not nearly as good as... No, no, no. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But that's my point is like people are freaking out and it's like, do you not remember the Hobbits? Like, even if you don't think they're bad, like I don't think they're terrible. I just don't think they're very good. They're, they, they've come out and then also Rings of Power like was not received that well. Again, it's a it's a show that you'd say it's not bad, but it's 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 fine. Like, so I really think it people just kind of forgetting those projects. No, I think it's I think their point is that it's that they're furthering that. They're just continuing to do that's more fair. of it where, you know, the projects have been. I think both projects have been. I think the Hobbit and Rings of Power have been good, but like you say, nothing to the extent. I'm impressed, and I think it's mostly just because uh, what's her name, J.K. Rowling, 
um, still is like in full control of of Harry Potter. I'm impressed like Harry Potter hasn't had like all of this. Like even James Cameron the other day said like he said something about like ask me in five years if I'd ever make if Avatar could ever be made into a into a TV show. Mm-hmm. I'm certain it will be, especially you know like. 10 years after like James Cameron passes or something like that. Like I'm certain they're, they're just going to be ready to suck on the teat of avatar and just milk out money for it. So I I, like Harry Potter's kind of the last like domino to fall, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see how those goes again. It's, it's really early. We really don't have much more news other than that. They're in development at Warner bros. We have no clue what they're following, but uh, I'm sure people are going to be very eager to see updates I'm kind of going back into, into Seth's court here because Stanley Kubrick is mentioned, but Steven Spielberg is developing a seven-part limited series on HBO based on Stanley Kubrick's lost film, Napoleon. Um, basically, I saw this news like, cool, like I'll watch it. It'd be interesting. Like if it's Steven Spielberg making something based on Stanley Kubrick's work that was a lost film, like those are, there's enough names and bait in that headline to get me to be like, I'll watch this. There's enough names attached that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be interested uh, Seth, I don't know if you have any particular attachment to Kubrick and his lost film of Napoleon, but I mean, I I don't really know like the crazy amount about it. I know that it's going to be a pretty large scale production and in, in, mm-hmm. in what it is and what the story is, but I don't really know. Like I, I mean, I'm all for it. I guess I'll, I'll watch it. I'm pretty happy mm-hmm. with it. But I just know it's going to be a, a pretty from from what I've seen, it's going to be a a pretty huge production in terms mm-hmm. of story and stuff like that. But it's very capable filmmaker to to be on it anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, what excites me about it is I feel like it's it's decently a passion project for Steven Spielberg because a lot of people have floated around the idea that The Fablemans might be his last movie. So then this coming out as an announcement pretty immediately after that he's going to be doing a whole seven-part limited series makes me think like he's genuinely very like passionate about trying to make this. So should be good. Uh, Cam, George, anything to add here? Nope. Didn't, didn't All right. Anything about it, to be honest with you. Uh, another another highly touted filmmaker, David Fincher has said that Mindhunter Season 3 will never happen. It's just not profitable for, profitable for Netflix. This is a show that I, I, I really enjoyed, and a lot of people for like years have been like, oh, Season 3 is going to come, just wait. They're going to announce it. It'll come. It'll come back. But I think this is the final nail in the coffin that it's never going to come back. When was season two? I haven't seen it. Ooh, probably two? three, four years oh, ago. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I, I, know, wow. I really like it. I saw a lot of hate for this on, on Twitter. So I haven't seen yeah, it a long before. time ago. Yeah, it stars the guy from Knock at the Cabin. His name's escaping me, but mm-hmm. the not Ben Aldridge, the other one. The other one, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, very, very, very solid show that uh, I quite enjoyed, but it's, it's not coming back. Um, oh, next, but HBO oh, Max yeah. is renewing... Uh, Valma for season two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guarantee that thing made money. It probably, sure it, it, people probably, probably hate watch it like crazy. Well, it was so low budget too. Like, yeah, was it? Animation's rarely low budget. Though. But no, I but mean, it was shitty animation. Like, to yeah, shit animation. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Um, next up, that's like right. the Baftas. It feels like a, a year ago at this point from film Twitter standpoint, but. Ariana DeBose just took the internet by absolute storm oh last Sunday night God. with her performance. Very yeah. cringy. Yeah, she deleted Twitter after it, but uh, Viola yeah. Davis said like yesterday that she like called uh, Ariana DeBose to see like how she's handling everything. She said that she's like totally fine handling it well. But not gonna lie, that Angela Bassett did the thing that was in my head like for, Mate, for days. I'd like be I'd be like in bed. The lights would be off. I'm about to go to sleep. I, I am drifting away. And then Angela Bassett, it just comes in. And that, the, you know, the, 
Viola Davis, my woman Kate. That just comes around all the time. I love the hand motions. <laughs> she does, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I, I actually feel quite bad for her because she got like horrendously abused on Twitter from from a yeah. lot of people. It wasn't and good. It, but... I know it was. No, no, it wasn't. But I will say one thing: people complain when people are too serious, and that it was obviously meant to be a joke. I hated it. I'll be honest. But again, like it wasn't meant to be a joke. At least it wasn't. You know. Serious, serious, yeah. yeah. Did, did like none of her friends or family see her like rehearse this beforehand? <laughs> uh, well, there's a video I think, in, I think people in Hollywood have a problem of thinking they're like hilarious, cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, cool or hilarious, and I don't think any of them actually know what's funny. So many facial expressions. And it the was audience. oh my god, it was yeah. so. Did you see Anna de Armas's like expressions? She's like. Bro, Kate Blanchett, Kate Blanchett had like oh, yeah, the straightest yeah, yeah. face, <laughs> and then when Ariana DeBose said Kate Blanchett, she just gave like the most fake like, second-hand embarrassed smile yeah, I've ever seen. And then Jamie Lee Curtis at the end like dancing. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's so weird because like they ma- she made it like catchy because obviously stuck people in stuck in people's yeah. minds, but it seemed like the lyric she spent like fifteen seconds on because other than Viola Davis, my woman king, everything else is just Kate <laughs> Blanchett, you're amazing. Jamie Lee, you're all of us. It's like did you watch any of their movies? Like yeah. did you only see Woman King? So that's the only one you can like come up with a line for because <laughs> she just basically say like this but actor the is Kerry, great. The Kerry one as well, Kerry Condon with a C or something like that. It's like- yeah, it, it was it was a rough clip. Um, I'm sure it sounds like she's doing okay. Hopefully that's actually the case. Um, yeah. Next bit of news: Succession will officially end with season four. I watched season one. I just didn't get into it, but obviously I know it's like the darling of award season. A lot of people love this show, and a lot of people are like sad it's leaving, but also being like, hey, like this is a show I love so much. The fact that it's gonna be ending like while it's still great, would much rather have that than kind of dragging on and, think- and dying off, but. I've never seen it, but I think this is, like, just a problem with TV is, like, everyone freaks out when a good show ends on a good note and a good season rather than the fucking The Flash on CW, which has been turning out for 12 years now Mm. and nine seasons. And it's like, wow, this thing got bad. And so, yeah, it's just like like I said, I've never seen it, but everything I've seen from it is that it's a really great show. And I'm sure season four will be just as great if you think it is. And then they'll end it and it'll be fine. At least it ended well. You're not looking back at yeah. like your game of thrones. Yeah. I'm, I'm really worried The Last of Us is going to go like with its own lore after because it's so popular. Uh, I, I'd I, be shocked I if it not. does, well, but I like, think, I, I'm worried. There is rumors of The Last of Us that they are going to announce a part three with the game, with the original the game okay. developers anyway. Mm-hmm. So okay. maybe it will be original material, but who knows. Okay. Yeah, well, the thing is, Succession is also HBO. Last of Us is HBO. So, you know... They're smart. They they're they're smarter. I mean, they also did Game of Thrones as well. But I'd say they definitely... Like, this is definitely for sure. They hit more than they miss in terms of, like, their shows and how they end yeah. them and bring them to close. So so we'll see how that goes. Um, talking about TV shows again, going about to back to Netflix. Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally cast in Umbrella Academy's final season. Um, I honestly... Like, George, I think you've seen all three seasons. I... I watched the first season, really enjoyed it. Second season, dwindled off a bit. Third season, couldn't get into. I think I'm like pretty out on the show at this point. But I mean, Nick Offerman's just like making making moves going in these in these streaming shows. But uh, what do you think, George? I know you you've seen Umbrella Academy. Yeah, I, I think it's a great addition. Obviously, Nick Offerman is just the fucking man. Uh, and his wife. I love. Yeah. Oh, that's his wife, Megan Mullally. Yeah. I've never heard of her uh, before. Uh, I, I yeah, didn't know her name. She's like the crazy girl in uh in um Parks and Rec. 
It's his wife. Oh, real life, right. Man. Okay. That's kind of why they. That's kind of why they get away with it. You know. Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah. But yeah, I love season one of Umbrella Academy. I think it was a super unique, like superhero comic book show. Season two is pretty much just like a carbon copy of season one, which I don't mind, but mm -hmm. it's just a copy and paste. Season three, they kind of dial it down from like the whole like world ending shit and they focus on like their personal stories a little bit more, which I really thoroughly enjoyed. Um, so I'm excited. I, I like this show a, a great deal. Cool. Um, I know a lot of people don't, and I seem to be in the minority of that, but you add Nick Offerman to anything and I'll watch it. Yeah, I know I know a lot of people don't like the show for like political reasons. I'm just going to say that's absolutely not me. I just genuinely not because yeah. Elliot Page is a very contentious person in Hollywood, but I, that's definitely not the reason I don't like it. It's just like I just, my interest has kind of died down on it a bit since uh, the the ending of season one with that violin episode. I was like, this is insane, the craziest thing ever, yeah. and then just kind of dwindled a bit for me. But yeah, we'll we'll see. Maybe I'll maybe I'll jump back in whenever it comes out. Uh, Blumhouse has launched Blumhouse Games to produce original horror video games. I think this is a very fitting addition with like Friday Night at Freddy's, like that they're they're now making the movie. Why are you giving that a thumbs down, Cam? Because you hate horror. I think this, no, I think this is just going to be so stupid, and no one's going to play these games. Why? I'm right here. I, I <laughs> hey, and you let me know the first Blumhouse game you play, man. All right. <laughs> I, I think you. Uh, I think I, this is going to flop as quickly as it as it starts. All right, we shall yeah, see. I, I don't know the video game market well, so I don't know. Like, I don't know how it compares, to, like the movie market with how game. But I'm I'm assuming most of their games are going to be like the Friday Night Fridays, like very low budget, like stuff that's just going to try to make something that doesn't look great, but it's going to become a, a campy classic that people are going to stream on Twitch and and they're all going to be horror games as original horror video games, which always do crazy numbers on live streams. Game is, they'll do numbers. It's the same with films because people want the experience of being scared within a game. Well. Yeah, they love watching Twitch streamers overreact and freak out on scary well, games. Go. But Bam, Cam Blumhouse hater confirmed. I'm not super <laughs> random. Sorry, yeah. the SAG Awards are tonight. Yeah, SAG Whoa. Awards are tonight. It's kind of the last, the last the precursor. Screen, screen, screen Actors Guild. Screen Actors Guild. So last of the, the major precursors. Big, the yeah, and because the, the, so the producers' awards were last night and gave everything everywhere yeah. at once the best picture. So at that point, at this point, that movie just like has all the momentum it's, in the world going oh, into the Oscars. Oh, so. yeah. Well, oh yeah, because the Oscars are, are the one. To yeah. the, no, the Oscars <laughs> and me. The Oscars and well, me. Well, what is right? the, the real talk awards? Are, yeah. You know. Oh, and the real talk awards. Okay. Okay. That's <laughs> there you go. Which uh, uh, I have a I, yeah, I have yeah. a bold prediction for the SAG Awards, and I want to say this right now: uh, Kikwei Kwan is not winning Best Supporting Actor. Mm, I think Barry Keon is. Mm, okay. That is also, my, by that, the way, they've been that saying that is my I, bold prediction. They've been announcing his name at at yeah. awards. Yeah, I agree, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> you cut out right when you said his yeah, last name. We, we didn't Damn it! I hate this fucking Wi-Fi, man. <laughs> they pronounce his name as Beer, Barry Keoghan. No, yeah. it, it actually is Kyogen because he pronounced yeah. I thought it was Kyogen. No, yeah, it's He Kyogen. actually said Kyogen. Everyone said I was saying it wrong. Like, if you search it, he says Kyogen as well. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah it seems like, unfortunately, like like Oscars, you know, they don't, they're they just silly awards, but uh, they're, they're not the real talk awards. But yeah, it seems like Banshee's steam died at the BAFTAs where, like, the British award show didn't really give it much awards. They gave, like, All Quiet on the Western Front all the awards instead. Um, but but we'll see. I, I'm I'm still excited. It's like two weeks, yeah, two weeks away from Oscars. Yeah. Today is right. Yeah, the two is weeks. It? Shit. Yeah, we got to get ready for yeah. like making some Oscars yeah. prediction real quicks and, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so, 
That'll right. be exciting. Um, we can do that. Next piece of news, a man called Otto has passed 100 million worldwide. And I just put this in there because it's just so creep. Like, it's just such a quiet movie that's just racking up money like crazy. Wow. It's because that- it's Tom Hanks, man. That's that's why in the, the real fun trivia, like I threw this one out. It was like a man called Otto, like when I was just trying to freeze at the that end. But kind of crazy. I guess that yeah, it, it's just been just climbing up the box office. I said cinema's healing, like as a joke, but actually not because the the past few years the main movies have been making money. The box office have been you know Marvel films, which is the same age demographic going to the theater every time. It's you know people ages sixteen to thirty uh, going to the theater, but with things like a man called Otto. 80 for Brady actually did pretty decent. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. Like, those are the true signifiers of, like, going back to the theaters is, like, really returning. Because these are the older demographics. The people that, like, so many times in my life, this is the demographic. It's like, people don't go to movies anymore. Like, literally no one does. Those things are ghost towns. But now they're starting to go back. Um, so, yeah, Man Called Auto, crazily enough, has passed $100 million worldwide. Which, as I said when I first reviewed it, when I saw it, like, opening weekend... Not a bad movie. I gave it like 3.5 out of 5. I prefer the Swedish version more, but definitely like not a bad. Like not, it's not like a campy, corny as much as a Tom Hanks movie as you'd think. But cinema is healing. Final piece of news. Addison Ray and Patrick Dempsey to co-star in Eli Roth's horror movie Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. This is just... <laughs> Addison Ray is yeah. just like one of the worst actresses that has ever graced this planet. Patrick oh, Dempsey... Patrick what? Dempsey is one of... like. Oh, Patrick Dempsey, if you think like he's not great either, like Grey's Anatomy, whatever. Letterbox and a tweet like, "What's the best TikToker in a movie?" And it's gonna be Addison Rae versus that Scott Sice guy from Cocaine Bear. Was that? I feel like there's had to have been another TikToker in a movie before. I'm sure there is. None of them are coming to mind. Oh, there was that Griffin Johnson was in like a a sports movie because he was always in the the Maria Menounos uh, things before the movies. He was getting interviewed. But um, yeah, Addison Rae, whatever. Like she, she, going from she's all that to an Eli Roth horror movie. I guess good job making that. Have jump. you seen any I, of the Eli Roth films? Have you seen any of the films? I have not. Well, unless he I'm forgetting does. something. He did the Hostel films. George, have you seen the Hostel films? I don't think so. No. Do you know what? Right, because they were produced by Tarantino. Uh, or at least the first Jesus one Christ. or two was. They're very like pushing the boundaries in terms of gore and body horror and stuff like that. Actually, I'll say the first one actually had a good concept, but it's just shit. And he also did Green Inferno, which is like a really pushes the boundaries, cannibalism, yeah. gore, and stuff like that. He did um, Knock Knock, which is one of the fucking worst films I've ever seen. Keanu Reeves and Anna de Armas is in it. Yeah, it's awful. Her- horrendous. People he- love that movie because they're horny for Anna de Armas, man. Oh, I, yeah. I I said that was like her worst movie when I did like my favorite actors and actresses' worst movie, and people lost it. On no, my that's God, awful. Man. I think that's like it's awful. so. Dude, he, he, I, my highest rated film from him is a three, and everything else is like a one. He has done some terrible films, honestly. So, who knows where else can go with that? I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully, I, I wonder if they're going to make like Addison Ray like the final boss girl, or if they're going to make her like the person <laughs> who gets butchered up. But we'll see. <laughs> their their best bet for an actress like Addison Ray, if Eli Roth wants to make a good movie, might be to pull a Drew Barrymore and scream and I- just like kill her immediately and people be like what they killed addison ray immediately hey i said this i said i gave he's all that a four out of a hundred four of those points are because i said addison ray is not as bad as you would think tom can you you're gonna have to put soups in that tweet as well we don't know soups yes nice yes good good (laughs) (laughs) moving on to nerd news which we also have a decent amount with so 
Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, has the largest drop-off in the second weekend box office of any superhero movie ever. That is an 82% drop from opening Friday to this Friday. Um, Even after a successful opening weekend, which was the biggest success of any Ant-Man film, Quantumania is tracking to not be be doing so hot at the box office. Now, this 82% drop, I I think, is partially because, obviously, or majorly because all the reviews sucked. But also, I think it did overperform week one so like the fact that it like that that also hurts it for underperforming week two but do we think this is actually going to change anything going forward with marvel or do you think they're going to need like two flops in a row in order to like start to change some stuff because if you think about it black panther wakanda forever and thor love and thunder were not great box offices either because i know like black panther wakanda forever they said like just barely broke even after their marketing budget and thor love and thunder made even less so like they weren't flops like ant-man the wasp quantumania will be but I don't know. Do you think this will change anything? I I have a take. Ready? I have a take. Drop it to us. I truly think Kevin Feige and Marvel had no intention of releasing a good movie here. I think they sat in a room and said, literally, we just need to introduce Kang. We don't care how we do it. Like, the CGI and like, the backdrops in this movie are horrific. But you look at other movies like Black Panther... Thor, Love, and Thunder, Eternals. Like, these are all, like, well-produced movies. Like, they look good at the very least, even if you don't fuck yeah. with the comedy or the scripts. Like, they look good at the very least. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, feels like a movie that Marvel was literally just, like, release it. Like, we need a way to introduce Kang. We'll do it here. We don't care if, you know, box office numbers suffer. We don't care about critic scores. People are still going to show up for our movies regardless. Just release this piece of shit. And that's what they did. Sorry, I am entirely focused on getting soups and at midnight a picture of them. But, <laughs> but, um, I did. I disagree with that. Like, I'm certain they didn't think want to just like they weren't like, oh yeah, let's make a bad movie. Who gives a shit? I'm certain they weren't. I, I, no, 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 no. I don't. I don't think they said let's make a bad movie. They just said let's quickly make a movie. We don't care how it shows up or how it turns out. It doesn't okay. matter to us. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't think they did that even but whatever um i i will say like this unfortunately is not gonna you know change anything for marvel but it, it does start to move the needle at least a little bit and and i think thor love and thunder like also had a big drop the problem is again like we did uh so you'll see a real fun game later in the week is top 20 or top 50 actually um uh, box office of the 2020s whatever all all every single marvel movie is in there and it's always going to be in there so like at that same point they're still you know making a shit ton of money and 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 once you put it against their budget they probably don't make they definitely don't make as much as they used to i'm sure at some point that will hit stockholders i think like what disney plus just had its first like down uh quarter Mm -hmm. um it, it will hit stockholders at some point and that that will actually cause change i just I don't think I think people kind of overreacted to this and I, I replied to it and was like this this isn't gonna make the big change but it will at least start moving the needle um, and you know I'm still on the Marvel train so whatever but if you're fully off and you're like they need to make better movies this will at least it doesn't hurt you your argument right by any means. yeah it, it's either not gonna it's either gonna do nothing or it's gonna help a little bit so it's definitely like not bad news like you know it's gonna like at least somewhat move the needle but Seth, do you think it's yeah. going to change anything with Marvel, or do you think they're just going to keep cranking out on movies no matter what? <laughs> Seth will watch. I think. I think it's. I'll, I'll watch. I, I just don't care. <laughs> but 
I don't know, man. I think they'll just keep doing the same thing. Over I think it's over, fair to honest. say it's at least making somewhat of a change, considering they're like lowering production on shows and then they're pushing back the Marvels. So like they're obviously doing something. Whether yeah. I I haven't watched. I don't know the quality of the shows. That I've watched I mean, they're definitely like. not to par. I, again, I think Loki is very good, but and I also. I think it's I think it's an, a situation where there's just too many for mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Like I think if especially for the general audience, if they only had Loki, WandaVision, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and um, we'll say we'll throw in like Miss Marvel. If, even if they only had like even if they had all three of those and She Hulk, I don't think people would be as hard on She Hulk as as they were because they had What If Miss Marvel. Um, and what else am I missing? One other, Moon Knight. Um, I, I really and don't. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Ew, Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, yeah, there are. I a lot. you mean. They no, yeah, a lot. That's all I'm saying. Like, I think they wouldn't have as hard of a time if they didn't produce the, as many shows. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested to see where it goes because I, I don't know. I fully expect Loki season two to be as good as the first. And again, I'm higher on it than most, but I think even George says it's the best at the very least. And then I'm. I, I expect Secret Invasion to be good because it's got a good cast. It's like it, Nick Fury coming back. I expect it to be good. So maybe I'm delusional, but I think they've put all their yes. good eggs. I, yeah. I think they've put their good <laughs> eggs in the right baskets. And then they've like, I didn't, I didn't think like Echo or maybe what else got moved would be all that great. Ironheart, probably not going to be all that great. Yeah. But those two, I can still believe in. I'm going to rip you guys with the Puss in Boots reference real quick. This, this, this scene where... It's worse than, this is worse than Soul. No, no, the scene where Perito is like, home is where my friends are. And then Kitty looks at him and goes, are you deranged? <laughs> this is how I feel like Seth is looking at camera. <laughs> Probably, man. I'm oh, just saying, man. like, they're they're clearly making some sort of a of a change. Is it as much as most people want? Probably not. Not if actually. They're, not if they're doing less content, it's a change. Yeah, yeah no they're, they're in the step in, in the right direction. So they're, they're doing less content, which is which yeah. is good. I, I really am interested in what the PR decision was to like release this news that they they were like, by the way, shortcuts were taken on the video effects of Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania because we dedicated it all to Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. What Cam? I, I gotta guess. I didn't read the article, so I'm an idiot. Who knows? But I gotta guess this was not their PR. This was a disgruntled employee's mm. PR. Yeah. I mean, like, to be fair, I can't really think of much in Wakanda Forever that I was like, the CGI sucks. So, like, I wish I could have been suit, like... Yeah, no. I think it looked good. Yeah. No, like, but I... Oh, I, I, yeah. The suits were not great. Yeah, the yeah, suits. Right. But, yeah, I don't know how much of that, like, is going from the VFX and stuff. But, yeah, it's like... I, Part of me wanted to be like, wow, they dedicated resources to Black Panther Wakanda Forever to still suck. Like, if they would have said they dedicated resources away from Quantumania to go towards Thor Love and Thunder, then I'd be like, ooh, that's like a, a rough headline because neither way it looked great. But, but yeah, just a wild headline that, like, they took shortcuts with the VFX. Don't know how much of it's true. Might be just a disgruntled employee. But still just interesting to say the least and kind of helps cater into the whole fact that, like, we're trying to do less content going forward. So hopefully no more shortcuts need to be made with VFX when... That's one of the peak things people have been criticizing of the past year or two with, with Marvel. Uh, continue with Marvel. Steven Yoon from, everyone knows him from Nope. And uh, uh, Minari, right? He's in Minari also? Yeah. He's, nope, also, Minari. he's also Invincible and Invisible. Yeah. Um, he, he was cast in Thunderbolts and not just cast. They said his role is going to be significant and integral role to the future of the MCU. So it doesn't sound like they just brought him in to be like a side character. Sounds like he's going to be a pretty important character. A lot of people have been fan casting, trying to figure out what he's going to be. 
But I think Steven Yeun's a fantastic actor. I think he's a big get for Thunderbolts. Uh, it's, it's definitely a movie that's not as high in people's hype radar as others. So, you know, the more news you can have coming out like this about it, it's going to start getting people a little more excited. But, but, yeah, I don't really have anything else to add there. I just think Steven Yeun, great actor. Cool to see him in the MCU. Yeah, he's like... No, you he's, go, I'm go. just saying, he's like building himself up like a crazy resume between like Minari and Burning and Invincible and now the MCU and The Walking Dead. Like he's like slowly like really packing in a sick resume right now, and it's kind of mm-hmm. dope to see. Yeah, yeah he uh, he was in Sorry to Bother You, also. Oh yeah. Um, he could. Here's here's nerd nerd corner with Cam. Most of these are. But uh, he could be playing a character called Century, who is basically like the Superman-ish kind of, from what I've read of the MCU. But he's got like, I don't know if it's, again, I haven't read the comics. This is just what I read online when I fan theory, you know. He's got like dual personalities. And so he's like half villain, half um, hero. So I don't know. Steven Yeun's a good actor. Uh, he's Oscar nominated, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he is. Minari right uh yeah damn good actor and the one thing I don't think anyone is able to complain about in Marvel is their casting and this is probably a good casting that's all I got yep I would agree with that their casting usually always hits the mark pretty well Uh, a new look at Mandalorian season three has been released it's just been a really quick really quick teaser premiering on Disney plus March 1st the big news about the Mandalorian those is John Favreau says that he really has no end in sight for the series, just kind of plans on continuing it for, for the foreseeable future. To me, as someone who like doesn't love The Mandalorian nearly as much as you guys, that's like plays right into what like my criticism has always been. I've always been like this. Like when I watched season one, I just never got sucked in because I'm like, this just seems like rinse and repeat every episode. And the fact that he's like, yeah, there's no end to this. It's just going to kind of keep going. I'm like, that's exactly what turned me off to the series in the first place. But what do you guys think about him saying that there's really no end coming for Mandalorian? He directs it. He doesn't. He doesn't write it anymore. He he uh, he's the executive producer, and he doesn't direct yeah. every episode. Oh, yeah. I think he directs like the finales. Yeah, I think it like Bryce Dallas Howard. What season? Taika, what season? Taika, Taika three. Three season is about three. to come out. Uh, I don't believe him when he says that. Uh, I I don't know why. I just don't. I I, I don't believe that someone's like just making a TV show with no like. Whether it's not like a definitive end to these like characters, like whether we not see like Mando die or Grogu, blah blah blah. Like I, I just don't buy that there isn't gonna be like a definitive end. Like it can't continue being like side quests and I know Tyler hates that. I actually enjoy that. I like just a super chill, relaxed Star Wars project. Yeah, it just depends what you're looking for. Like it's Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoy that. Uh, but I just don't buy that he does not have like an end goal in mind. Cameron, is he frozen? He's super frozen. <laughs> I I thought he I really thought he I was thought, just staring I, at me. I was I like, did. I was like, damn, he really like. Cam's face. Anyone like, says was... Cam's face. Anytime anyone says anything remotely negative about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he wants to, oh, he's back. Cam, do you have anything I, to I add? I hate this damn. I hate. I don't know what this week's been weird because it happens normally like maybe once an episode. This week's been absurd. Uh, am I still frozen or am I? No, you're all good, buddy. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I, I, yeah, I'm kind of on, I'm on the exact opposite of Tyler. I, I love that the Mandalorian, it feels like a TV show that doesn't just like all season it's building to something like, like, oh, he's coming and then, you know, the big bad comes because that's like a very, even if it's not a very like 
most shows thing it's a very like disney thing you know you can get roped into like just always building towards a big bad um and i don't know i i love the side quests of just and then they kind of grow and tyler i know you didn't watch season two it is much more um building it has like a couple episodes of side quests and stuff like that but it is much more overarching story build um and then this season i already know it's going to be like siege on man mandalore battle for mandalore kind of thing so it's going to be a very um overarching story with probably again a couple episodes of side quests and, and that just makes me happy I, I i don't have i don't have any issue with john favreau saying this um whether it's true or not it's i like the side quests and obviously they're not going to keep it going forever but probably is easier on pedro pascal considering he's just not there and he's actually just in a in a room recording audio yeah <laughs> so, so good for him um but, final uh, final bit of news brian taylor's hellboy reboot which we discussed last week has been confirmed to be rated r and it's a horror film following the crooked man comic run and really the thing I, I pulled from this is i've been loving lately that like with all the dc universe announcements and with hellboy's announcements that like when movies are being made, comic book movies, they're starting to announce the comic runs because I feel like that's like the comic book industry in general has been kind of like a downhill dying industry in terms of sales and like a lot of comic book stores. Have, physical ones have been closing. So the fact that they're like keep naming the runs and then people are get all hyped and you always see like, you know, the DC universe, like after James Gunn announced all the projects and what they're based on, like all those comics were sold out immediately. Like I think it's just like a cool that their directors are doing that because it's like kind of reinvigorating a dying industry. Um, but Brian Taylor's like a lot of people are super excited for this reboot. It's gonna be rated R. It's gonna be a horror film. I mean, we we don't really have any casting details yet, but as long as it's better than the last Hellboy. Yeah, was that the one with David Harbor? Yeah, uh, I will. I will defend David Harbor in that role. I think he plays that. Character yeah, I think he's well. pretty good as Hellboy. The movie sucks. Yeah, the movie's bad. Who was the original Hellboy? Why am I forgetting? This? Ron Perlman. Uh, Ron Perlman. Mm. Um, that's a that's a top ten comic book movie casting of all time. Mm -hmm. I like Hellboy. I'll, I'll die on that hill. No, yeah, that's, he... a, that's a better that's a better casting than like Chris Hemsworth as Thor or Chris Evans as Captain America or any of the Spider Men. I think. I probably agree. Yeah, okay. yeah that is one of the best castings. <laughs> Captain America and Thor, man, you could just hire any white, tall, <laughs> yeah. muscly like American, like realistically. Mm -hmm. Hire any Australian juice head, and you got Thor, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. Australian well, is, is Thor even Australian, or do they just make him Australian yeah. in the MCU? No, Chris Hemsworth's Australian. No, yeah, I'm talking about Thor, the Greek mythology oh. of Thor. I don't think in was in, he Australian in the MCU? I thought he was American in the MCU. This is no, a no, weird. I, well, not American. <laughs> he's he's Asgardian. Asgardian yeah, all I'm gonna say is yeah. just get any white muscly actor and you've yeah. got him. There you go. Right. That's it. I yeah. think that's a horrid take, but I, I don't care to. I know you. Yeah, but you're in, you're calm. That's you fine. think anything? No, you were gonna say you Say it, bitch. You were gonna say Dick Rider. Get out of here. All right. Well, that does it for news and nerd news. Um, now let's, let's let's hop into what we've been watching this week. So for me, pretty quick to go through, just because I I watch watch all six Rocky movies, very up and down roller coasters. So that obviously took up a lot of my time. Um, watch Close, which uh, is nominated for best foreign film at the Oscars. Absolutely loved it. I it's a, it's a type of movie that's right up my alley. So I knew I was gonna love it going into it, but I gave it a four point five out of five. Um, last night I just started rewatching all the Black Mirrors because I haven't logged any of them. So like I've seen all the episodes like I, I twice, three times. Yeah, like at at its like best, at, like... at, I I shit you not, and I will die on this hill. At its best, 
Black Mirror episodes are some of the best episodes of television ever. USS Calendar, Easily. Be Right Back, White San Junipero, one of the best romances of all time. Yeah, uh, the entire history of you. Uh, the, these like are all timers. I argue Be Right Back is a top five episode of television ever. Yep, yeah, I, I watched it just last night. Gave it a five star. Which one? Be right back. Just gave it a it's five star. Last so night. oh, it's your boy from a uh, from yeah. a time. Donald Gleason yeah. and uh, Haley Atwell, oh. Captain uh, or what? What is she in the MCU? The Captain she's, Britain or whatever? She's just Peggy Carter. But Peggy yeah, Carter, or whatever. Captain Britain. Yeah, I, I've only ever seen the the pig episode. You know, with the prime minister. Mm-hmm. The, the national episode. anthem. Yeah, yeah. That's the only episode I've seen. Not Wait, my we, favorite episode, but I will say I think that's the best or most effective pilot episode of a TV show there ever has been in history. When you're introducing a new concept of oh, making a dystopian weird show, such a smart move. Way. Introduce the show. Yeah, oh yeah. my god! They decided their first ever episode is going to make the prime minister, uh, the prime minister of the UK, fuck a pig on TV. <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, let's release that as number one." And it works. It works. Yeah, that's funny. Mm-hmm. It yeah, that was funny. So good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what I've been really watching. I'm going to keep cranking through those. Uh, I started Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark last night. Got really tired and just turned it off halfway through. But it's, it's not like this is like a first watch for me or anything. This is not like a <laughs> grievous sin. Uh, and then I saw Great Titanic movie. in theaters, which y'all can hate on, but fantastic yeah. movie. No, no one's hating on Titanic. No, no, it's a good movie. We're hate- well, I, I, I'm hating on top three movie experience movie going experience of all time that's a boomer take i mean no boom no like it's way more embarrassing to like comic book movies that's fine but that's boomer yeah my theater is absolutely packed i'm just saying that's a boomer take i forgot how like mass i forgot how much of a masterpiece that movie is like i forgot how the last 90 minutes are like literally a horror film like some of the most just disturbing images like so many just babies dying i'm like jesus christ yeah. i forgot how freaking i need to rewatch it and what's what's tough. wild is that movie's pg-13 which is just yeah. i just don't understand like full frontal nudity <laughs> lots of gruesome death like james cameron definitely like used half the budget to bribe the ratings association be like we need this to be pg-13 guys in order to make this money the behind the scenes are crazy like, but it won won 11 oscars which is crazy yeah, yeah. Which I it was crazy. Like that more than aliens, you know. Stop it, stop it. It's my you know, it's my number one James lives, Cameron. Man. Yeah, I know, but I'm just thinking about it now. I think I'm moving aliens down to a four. God, you're crazy. Stop it. You're both you psycho. Are. I'm gonna rewatch ah, both of them this you two week. Are I like psycho, man. Oh my god, what's the next movie coming out? Uh, cocaine Seth and Tyler's trash <laughs> takes of aliens. <laughs> that was so bad that it was good. Yeah, it's deserved. Uh, but no, like it, it was awesome to see in theaters. Definitely, definitely a good experience. I mean, I'm glad you enjoy it. I was surprised. So like, Kate Winslet was nominated for an Oscar for that, but Leo wasn't. And I was like, oh, it's probably just because like you know Kate Winslet was older, Leo's younger. But Leo's older than her in the movie, or was lo- really? older than her in real life. She was 21 when she was nominated for that Oscar, which just blew my mind. Because I was like, Leo like looks so. She looks like freaking 30 in that movie, and Leo looks like 16. Like but she, she's 21 and he's 22. Leo, um, Leo has aged quite poorly. <laughs> If I People are always on Twitter about that. It's if he lost yeah. a bit of weight, I think he'd still be a very handsome fella. Yeah. He still is a very handsome fella. I think he's but... bad looking. No, Better no, looking no. than your average Joe. Yeah, no doubt. But he hasn't aged like a George Clooney. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cam, you said you yeah. mentioned you watched a Kira Knightley movie this week. Yeah, so I watched the begin again, and literally it was just like Emma. Like, so did Netflix take off the? Um, 
take off the feature where you could just play something like it just yeah. ran the shuffle thing. The okay shuffle. yeah they took i that didn't think anyone was, in the history have, of ever has ever clicked that i have yes. never <laughs> used that i have never used that in my life but one night this week i tried to watch uh inside lou and davis george um oh, so but good. it wasn't on any streaming service i own so i said no um uh, and so I just let Emma li literally, I, so I was going to go to Netflix and press play something, but I just let Emma just randomly like click around. Like she picked that's, begin that's again. That's dangerous business on Netflix. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but she clicked begin again and it's Mark Ruffalo, who I know you guys don't like, which no, again, no, I like him. Yeah. Like whack, wacko take, but that's fine. Um, and Kira Knightley and they're, yeah, it's a delightful movie. It's nothing wow. special. It's got oh, good it's music. Tough. It's a romance. It's good, yeah, and it's also it's also like cameo central because I again also I James Corden. Yeah, though. it's a no. It's like a it's got it's kind of like rom com vibes, but it's not like a a romance movie. It's like gotcha. a, a heartfelt com. We'll give it a heart com. Okay, but um, it, yeah, it's like cameo central because they they so Adam Levine's in it, CeeLo Green, what the uh, heck? and and each time like I had no idea what this movie really was to be honest. So every time a new person came on, I was like, whoa, what's going on here? And then uh, James Corden's in it for some reason. Haley Steinfeld's the daughter. Uh, I was like, whoa, it's still a randomly good cast. I mean, not good because James Corden. Just like a randomly famous cast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> famous cast. That's, that's exactly the word. Um, I don't even know. I stopped. I told you guys, I watched, I stopped Fast Five pretty early on. Didn't watch that. Stopped Creed like halfway through. I'll finish that tonight. Bro, you um, are the worst. Those two were real. Oh, piss off. I told you this off. I, I told know. you this off video yesterday. We I didn't know. have this kind of reaction. You're for the clicks right now. You're for the damn clicks, George Carmi. <laughs> All right, all right. Oh my Moving God. on. I you watch are Pads absurd. Of... Yeah, I watch Pads of Glory, Seth. It's a good movie. It's very. I can't very believe good you got a ninety-four. I, I dropped it hey. to a ninety-one. Wow, you're one away from a five. No, I, dro yeah, I dropped it. I dropped it to. A, I dropped it to a ninety-one. I told you. I told you to give it some leeway, and then you guys said, "Fuck, <laughs> fuck you, Cam. I hate you, and I hate your ideas." So that hurt me. So I did. You, and I, did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy it though? Yeah, I liked it a lot. I dropped it to a ninety-one. There was so. This yeah, but I just saw the text you sent us of that Batman. So funny. <laughs> I was laughing. You didn't see me laughing. That is so funny. That's such a funny meme. Bags, I was just trying not to laugh. Oh that, my god, that meme is making me crack up right yeah. now. I've been trying to reach you. You're <laughs> part of this too. Um, Paths of Glory was really, really great, uh, or really, really good, I guess. If we're not getting into the great territory, um, it it had so it had one scene. I, I don't want to spoil it. One scene where something happens, and I feel like there's no emotion between the two characters that are arguing and this feels like a, a scene that should have had a ton of emotion um and then also i am going to spoil this part because it's it's really nothing use uh, like useful they're like a scene where they're at there it's obviously a war movie this war platoon or whatever they're they are you know rank or whatever um they're all at like a, a club with da a dancing girl and um there's fucking uh there's a whistle every one second and and it's i swear to god it's the same whistle because they're like hooting and hollering but there's this whistle that keeps happening and i was losing it man and i think that and i and maybe it's a petty thing to get mad about 
but I'm going to claim it's the sound editing, and I think it stinks in this scene, and so invigoratingly upsetting to me because it just you... keeps happening, and it ticks, and it hits, and it hits, and it just, oh, my God. How are you not turning this into an interstellar joke? I was waiting the whole time for him to turn this into an interstellar joke. Exactly where I thought this was going. I didn't. I, I, the whole time I was like, is he telling the truth, or is this about to be yeah, another? I thought this was going straight to interstellar for yeah. a second. That, that really pissed me off. But That's a good way to handle it, though, because that's your running joke cam so you gotta throw in some he some yeah. hezzy haze some little fake outs like that if you haven't, if you haven't been watching our uh our throwback reviews you should because i get some good interstellar jokes in there every once in a while but yeah those are the i really haven't watched a ton this week you know cocaine bear obviously and jojo rabbit um for these for this for this spot yeah so yeah All i'm right. at 51 movies now so i just clipped 50 what on the, on the year yeah yeah nice seth yeah. How about you? Uh, yeah, I watched a few things this week. I watched uh, a few Bergmans, as usual. I watched... Um, Tyler, you've seen Worst Person in the World, yeah? You have. Yeah. yeah. You rewatched it? So I watched it. No, I watched... So there's a trilogy of that. It's not a thematic trilogy. Um, but it's called the Oslo Trilogy. And it's... It, yeah, it's the same director. And it's just his, three three of his films filmed at Oslo about people, basically. Okay. Uh, I watched Oslo... You watched those. August, Oslo, August 31st, it's called. Uh, about a... Uh, recovering drug addict um and it's got the main guy from worst person in the world who plays the main character he was okay. great uh i watched a few i watched this is england as i said i watched uh, sunset boulevard which i'm embarrassed to have not seen before that was amazing and I, then i also watched um jojo rabbit for the uh patreon review which will will we'll go over and i also watched a, a hitchcock 39 steps which was fine that's pretty much it seth you said like the worst person in the world trilogy like the one you watch had the main guy from worst person in the world is it like is he just a totally different character? Or is he the same like guy in that? No, no it's, it's not. It's not connected. It's, it's like the Cornetto okay. trilogy. It's yeah. Um, it's like the Cornetto right. trilogy. Okay, it's just like it's not, they're not connected, yeah. but it's like three movies from Edgar Wright, and they all have uh, uh, similar cast, what, same whatever location. The fuck his name yeah, is. gotcha, gotcha. Okay, George, what are you, you watching? This week? You'd like it. Yeah, I'm sure I would. I really like the worst person in the world. I think it was better. Than okay, the worst person in the world for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tyler, I'm laughing at your response to my yeah, tweet. That was a funny tweet. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, I watched Pushing Boots twice this week, uh, which makes it four times. Bro, total how have you not given February. that a five? Yet? That's I'm, what I'm saying. It has to be a five yeah, star. You're kidding me. If I'm watching a film that much, it has to be a five. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Give me one more watch, and maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I finally watched White Noise, uh, which I really enjoyed. I haven't I seen a lot that. of. I, I'm like surprised that like the very low 3.0 average letterbox rating it has. I thought it was super cool. I think it kind of like goes off the rails in the third act. Um, but the first two acts when it was like super chaotic, fast paced dialogue and just like this end of the world feel to it. I really enjoyed. I was locked in. Um, I watched Rush Hour, which I watch like once every couple of months because it's really fucking funny. The, the first one. Yeah, yeah, the first one. Yeah um seth i watched the 400 blows you know this i liked oh, yeah. it yeah. uh i i'm sorry and i'm sure you were expecting a four and a half or a five and five i, I, was, four no, and I, five. I was expecting like a four maybe 4.5 i thought I it was good i really did think it was great um it was like a super like it, it was really tender it was really kind of like scary honestly like this kid is like really struggling with adolescence and it's kind of just like frightening to watch and then i obviously told you about the ending and what i expected to happen and i'm I'm really happy that that did not happen because that was I shit you not that's that would have been wild stuff. yeah I thought it was gonna be did you ever watch Saint Maud that A24 film yeah the 
Yeah, I, nope. I know at, it's at, super. The, at the end of it, she like burns herself alive. Well, it's like the after sun <laughs> scene, isn't it? Where he's walking up, what it's meant to see. Yeah. Yeah, 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 literally. That, that's what I. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm fucked. Uh, and then I watched Sholin Soccer, which is a movie I watched a long Shaolin? time. Sholin? Oh my. Yeah, I watched that such a long time ago with my dad, and I, like, for the life of me, I just couldn't remember the name while I was, like, trying to think of it. I, I, I used to watch that. That's yeah, amazing. I finally found it, and I watched it, and I, like, it's it's so ridiculously bonkers, but it's so much fun. Oh, it's like, brilliant. Like, this one goalkeeper is getting ripped in the <laughs> chest by uh, soccer balls being kicked at, like, 200 miles per hour that are on fire. It's and he, so Yeah, funny. it's so funny. My my, uh, my letterbox review was Team Show Lin would beat AFC Richmond 600 to 0. That's right, though. Um, and then yeah, I watched and then Cocaine Bear, and then that's about it. That was my week. I I meant 55 movies watched this year, which is a little light, I think, for the end of February. But I was away for a couple I, of days and then just been busy lately. I didn't so. I think I'm on, I'm on 73. Which is, uh, Tyler, what are you on, like? Well, so the thing is, like, I've watched I've watched like short films and I watched Black Mirror, so I, I don't really know how much stock you can put in just like the count that Letterbox spits out. But right now I'm at 119, yeah. is what it says. But for 2023 that is, releases, that is I'm impressive. at 47. So. That is crazy. Yeah, 47 2023 releases. How many for 2022 releases? You hit 500, right? Did you? Yeah, 500 on the nose. I had to watch like eight okay. movies on New Year's Eve, and it was the most stressful yeah. thing in my life. <laughs> I remember that. Because I, it's like a, it wasn't like a huge thing on my TikTok, but like also like all year, like I mentioned it just like once a month. I was like, yeah, I'm going for 500 in a year, and I was like, God damn it, I'm just gonna have to do it. But that 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 wraps up the episode before the draft. So before we head into the draft, though, shout out to all our patrons once again. Um, check out all the Patreon links in the description down below if you want to join. Uh, we have. Four episodes coming today, so just so much content is going to be coming. Or not today, but this week. this week. Every single day there's going to be a new podcast episode. So much content for your ears and eyes to ingest. But today's draft. Movies with an animal in the title. Seth, can I just Can I just quickly show you guys something? No, no, don't don't clarify anything for this draft. No, it's not. It's not. Oh, okay, okay. Totally separate? Yeah, it's completely separate, right? Yes. So my mom the other day went to a charity sh- a thrift shop. Which is what you call it, yeah? Okay. She comes, she, she brings me this. I'm very interested to see what this is. Yeah. I, I, love, kind of I, I love the poster in the background. Oh, oh shit. that's oh, sick. Shit. That's awesome. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Wow. I like that. Surprise no, that like something like that's at a thrift shop. That's sick. Oh, that thing's huge. Yeah, yeah I, I like that crazy. a lot. Framed and everything. Oh, I'm going to put it like in the back or something around there. Yeah, you obviously. That's a sick poster. Oh yeah, I guess for everyone just listening, because we do get more listeners than viewers on our videos. um, It's a massive poster of the Shawshank Redemption, the one where you know he's he's staring up, Andy Dufresne staring up the The, sky with his hands wide open, soaking in the sun, um, and and the rain. But yeah, that's an awesome poster. Iconic shot. Just wanted to to show you. No, yeah, like it. Great haul, great haul. Um, So yeah, today's draft is movies with an animal in the title and. Okay, according to George, we won't clarify anything, but I do think there is a potential that some things might get debated here. But movies with an animal in the title, in the honor of Cocaine Bear, which was our review of this episode, and Jojo Rabbit, which is our patron review this week, it'll be coming out in a couple days. Can we talk the one movie that we didn't, uh, we're not allowing? 
that. Rust I think we'll get comments if we don't like Rust. Rust two. So it has yeah, to be. Rust. It has to be. Uh, has to be yes. Like, yes. So yeah, and then I'll say my clarification that I said for you guys before this is like so like a movie like Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yes, Bear is in that title, but it's not yeah. the standalone word. Just like Ratatouille. Even Obviously, though, like, Ratatouille yeah. is kind of like a play on words because it's rat, right. but like still, it's since not, it's all, since it's not a standalone word, it just has to be a standalone word of an animal. Yes. With that being said, I our draft order today, ladies and gentlemen, is Mr. Seth's film reviews first, then myself, then Cameron, oh. then George. So Seth, with the first pick in the animal only draft, you are selecting. I'm one of two. Which do I like more? Which do I like more? Yeah, I'm gonna get Silence of the Lambs. Mm. Uh, I, I, that had to be your first day. Yeah. 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 I've got another five star. Okay. I like it. Had to be your first day. Also, I guess last week we reviewed a title with an, an animal in the. Yeah. So, like two yeah. weeks in a row. I'm going to go with. Who's after me, Cam? Uh, I'll, I'll leave that for him if he wants to get in the first round. Since uh, you'll see in a patron draft later this week where Cam has an all time <laughs> no, freak out. No, no, don't worry, dude. Draft uh, what you want. I'm going the I Wolf of Wall here, Street. Right? The Wolf of yeah, Wall, Street. Wall Street. Man, these stupid heads. No, I'm kidding. That was rude. I, I'm sorry. Don't don't hate me, people. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Mm. Is it Spider and Animal? Mm, yes. Oh, oh, oh my yeah. God. Are you with Wall? It's a spider. No, an no, insect. No, that was gonna be that, no no. An insect is an animal. First off, an insect is an animal. But that so was gonna I, that was gonna be my first pick that I figured we were gonna be debating. I'm on Cam's side. That I'm gonna I let have him I have another one later that you guys are gonna hate. But I googled it. I'm gonna let. The only Cam thing I will say is that Spider never stands alone in that title. It's Spider hyphen Man and Spider Verse with no space. So no, that's same as Ratatouille. Spider but it's the same Ratatouille. A Spider Man doesn't exist. No, Ratatouille is one word. Ratatouille. It is not hyphen. Yeah, but Spider-Man. But it's no, a, but spider is the no, word. Spider is, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. That, I'm just jealous because be I didn't nuts. think of it. It's fine. It's fine. That would be nuts if I was not. Oh, I thought of it. It's on my list. I just thought, yeah, I'm just it's, tired it's of that being picked list, every single too. week, week round one. And then whoever picks that gets the win no matter what. So That's Cam, fair. congratulations on winning another go. draft. Uh, no. Just because that movie just people suck off to no end. George, next pick. Uh, great. Um, best, I want no, you guys no. to really think about this one because I did Google it. Wait, oh, I, 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 I might have Googled it as well. I did Google it, and I'm taking Parasite. Yeah, I Googled that as well. What? I, really? Are we? So I Googled can, is a parasite an <laughs> a animal? Parasite is an animal. I Googled it. <laughs> I think it's a definite. I think it's like a word you can use to describe an animal. It's not describe. an animal. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, I'm, I'm looking right here. Parasites can be protists, bacteria, viruses, fungi, plants, or animals. I'm neutral I here. So know. I'm neutral here. Someone, someone make a decision. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, you are. Hey, Tyler, it's your draft. You make the decision. It's an organism. It's an animal. It's not an animal. It's an organism. All I'm saying is it's an animal. I'm fine with letting it slide, but I think people are going to be like very confused when I see a graphic that parasite. I don't know. Oh, I isn't that an organism? Yeah. Well, get, I'll, get I'll allow animal, it. Get, I'll allow get, it. Get your animal uh, IQ up. Oh, here we go. Twitter. <laughs> next, <laughs> next pick for George. Uh, I can't believe I got away with that. <laughs> I googled it too, man, before because I was like, parasite. That's an animal. I'm uh, it's like, wait, we're gonna get rinsed for that. Um. Well, you know. I don't know. Since we're like allowing Spider-Man, like I know what I want my oh. second pick. 
I'm not. I'm not gonna do it since I already took. Hey, hey. I'll if we if we want, I'll take go back on. No, 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 no. This is gonna be chaos. Yeah, this is getting. Yeah, this is. This is. This is my. I mean, but like an iron. This might be my favorite. Mine actually have like animals, not like organisms and shit. Um. All right. I I think for my second pick, I'm gonna take one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Good pick. That's good pick. Wow. I did not. Oh, that, oh man, that's in my I'm, top five. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I have to. I let it slide too far yeah. last time. The Lion King, right? I, would, it's I, would, I was going to take it, but I really I didn't know, want to I fuck know. you. No, I wouldn't be as mad. if I was only <laughs> mad because it, I let it go to the 25th pick, and fucking Tyler took it on the... Well, I guess this that's probably not out before this, so cut that. But <laughs> Definitely absolutely not cutting that. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, you go after All right. Um, yeah, I'm next. I'm going to go with my favorite Tarantino, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. How did I not have that, bro? I missed so many here. Uh, oh, yeah, it's easy. I'll go with um, Black Swan. Black Swan. Oh, I forgot that one. Wow. How did I not have that? Good. You get another one, Seth. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys have seen this. It's my favorite David Lynch. I have a five out of five, and that's The Elephant Man. Mm, very very highly rated I, film that I have that not was, seen. That was on my sheet all the way to the bottom because I knew you were gonna take that. Yeah. Now it's back to me. I'm googling things. Um. <laughs> God, Cam's going down the down the rabbit hole. Listen, no I pun intended. I, I went down a weird rabbit hole for this one. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I can convince anyone, but I'll say what it was. No, be. please try it because now I'm curious. And I think I know what you're talking about because I might have it on my list. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, <laughs> say it. So, can we not do the Batman then? Because that's well, like. So, the Batman doesn't have a hyphen. Yeah, there's no, hy- yeah. there's no hyphen. Yeah, we're not going there. There's no. no hyphen in the Batman. That's what I was playing on. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Take all I'll go with War for the Planet of the Apes. Scumbag. That's a great pick, man. The best That's Planet of the Apes really movie. Really good pick. And and I'm just gonna be very happy to have that poster on my graphic just because so it's such it, a sick poster. It is a great pick poster. So it's my turn. I was gonna try to convince you all that Nightcrawler was another word for spider. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> no wait, Nightcrawler's a worm, isn't it? No, we're not oh, doing this. We're not doing no, this. Uh, all right, I won't. I won't take that one. I, I'm not gonna say that's a worm, but you're Loki, not wrong. Nightcrawlers um, are beneficial earthworms that provide neutral oh, f- f- aer- aeration mm. of soil. Nightcrawler's well, absolutely at, a worm. I was looking at the wrong way. Then I'm taking Nightcrawler. Yeah. No, we're not. <laughs> this draft is gonna look so. Stupid. This is gonna look ridiculous. I'm the only one. I can tell you that this was not what I was planning I when I screwed. had this in I got mind. screwed last time when I said franchise actors draft. All right, this is my time to screw people. No, I'm super into it. I'm super into this right now. <laughs> it is fun. Um, it is fun. George, you got two. Uh, I, I, I'm going to take like a legitimate movie that should be drafted, and that's The Deer Hunter. Okay. Mm, okay. You know what I haven't seen, though? Really? Who's, yeah. the, who's the director? Uh, is it like I don't a, know why I haven't seen that. But I, seen I think that. you would thoroughly enjoy The okay, Deer Hunter. Yeah. Um, can we make a pact to not draft any more of the Spider-Man movies? 
Yeah, well, I wasn't going anyway. Can I we wasn't. just? Can we, I wasn't going to. Okay. I already got my one. All right. I, I just wanted to make because like I don't want to. I don't want to take No Way Home, but like I know that'll do tons of votes. But I'm not going to take it. I don't know. Based uh, on that MCU draft, apparently that movie gets no votes. That is very true. I think yeah. Um, just... uh, I'm I'm gonna throw a little curveball here. It might not be my highest rated uh movie with an animal in the title remaining, but I want it on my board, and that's Kung Fu Panda. I knew you were gonna say that. Good yeah, pick. Good pick. That's on my list for sure. I, I just recently watched it, and I I love that movie. I'm... I just want it on my fucking board. I don't know if this will do well, but I'm glad I got it because I hold it very highly, and it's our Patreon draft of the week. It's Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Jojo Rabbit. I think uh, a lot of people really enjoy that movie, it seems, based on what I've been seeing online. Really good movie. All right. Next up. I kind of want a fun one again. It's just fun. Just find some ridiculous animal. I cannot believe you got away with Nightcrawler. Does the animal hey, have to be real? Tyler. Uh, I, I don't well, I don't think so because I, I Okay. Yeah, we can't I, be I doing like how to train your dragon and stuff Well like no, that. I was oh. gonna accept that. I thought that's what Tyler was Wait, gonna go for. Well, I, like it's cool. We are really stretching yeah, we are like <laughs> I don't think anyone would complain. I think people would be more okay with a dragon being allowed than like Parasite and Nightcrawler. Yeah, Parasite I, I, Nightcrawler. I am okay if you take how to train your dragon. No, but you're wrong. Because I'm taking the girl with the dragon tattoo. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, okay. ooh over Man. the crowd. Yeah. Ooh. Curveball. Back to back for <laughs> Seth to finish Wait, off your dragon. Right. Hear me out here. Right. Come, I'm not trying to be like this guy, right? So, Nightcrawler. What is a type of worm? It genuinely so is, had, yeah. So if a film had Labrador, could I use it? Yes, that absolutely. Yeah. That's so stupid. It's a dog. Oh, like, is there it's a husky? Dog. Like... It's a type of dog. How far are we getting into this? Where does it end? Respectfully, that was the most obvious yes that would be allowed. I You're think not allowed ever been to take Black history. Panther, though, because that's not a real animal. Whoa. No, what? You're absolutely it's not wrong. a real animal. Black yeah, Panther is not a panther. A panther is. I've always doof. been like I've always been thro- so thrown that a black panther is not a real animal. Like I've been, that throws me every time. That's yes, what throws panther. you. Yeah. Uh, this right. is us. Seth, what, what you, this is the best draft ever. <laughs> Seth, I, I'm going to choose actual animals. Come on. Nah, I have a, I have one that you're going to Hey, hey, hey. I I've chosen actual animals. You know, I just parasite. You chose an organism. <laughs> uh, I'll go with. Oh, actually, yeah. I'll go, George. I think you rate this highly. I'll go with Dog Day Afternoon. I do. And oh, is that my I'm also I'm also gonna go with Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, you! I, I was I was thinking. Oh, get that. Wow, I missed I that one. Right. I, I got four point five. I love that film. It's great. Fuck you, man. That was my next pick. <laughs> Man, there's two I want to debate between. Even though one is like kind of sucks, this one's not going to be drafted in this draft. But it's a great movie. I just think it's not going to be in people's minds. But I'm going to go with uh, the movie that ripped off Avatar: Dances with Wolves. <laughs> I think I think you mean the other way around, my friend. <laughs> no, said I, what he said. Uh, who's up? Uh, Cam, your last Cam. pick of the draft. Oh, is it me already? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. What are you Googling, bro? I'm going Marley and me. It's the name no. of the dog is Marley. No. Come on. No. I'm kidding. No. I'm, kidding. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not doing that. I'd, ra- I'd rather you take Hachi a dog's tail. Well, that has a dog in it. I know. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm really trying to find. 
Snow dogs. I kind of want you to have Marley and me. On our draft, it looking funny. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's true. This is a classic, like, we'll get comments on the video because people are so mad. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'm going to... No. Fuck it. I'm going to... I'm, I'm I'm, snubbing one movie, which I probably shouldn't, um, but I think this will get both. <laughs> or or it won't be allowed. I'm going to take Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. It's a pussy no. cat. No. 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 Fine. All right. Fine. Fine. Not even respectfully. That's All a straight right. up no. <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking Black Panther then. Okay. Just, <laughs> oh. Sorry. Oh, George, the, the final pick of the draft. This is the funniest draft. Uh, Please just give it an animal. Please. I know. So I, I'm looking at my list right now, and I, I have 13 movies left. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my lowest rated of those 13, just because I... <laughs> I think this draft is all over the place so much that I don't think this pick is going to matter. Uh, I'm going to take the human centipede. <laughs> <laughs> what a bad oh, pick, man. This is no, that's way. hilarious. But low-key, though, George is on to something. I don't think anyone looks past like rounds one through three before they make their yeah, vote decision. I, I, <laughs> I, no, my thought process is what other draft will I have the opportunity to draft <laughs> the human centipede? <laughs> Let's so, run through them. Oh I just did, uh, I, do I am I the only one that hasn't written down? Uh, yeah, I got yeah, you're always the guy. Seth, sorry, sorry, it's okay. Seth at the first pick with the most logical draft <laughs> took took the Silence of the Lambs, Black Swan, <laughs> the Elephant Man, Dog uh, Dog Day Afternoon, uh, and Fantastic Mr. Fox. I wrote God damn. Um, uh, Tyler with the second pick took the Wolf of Wall Street. Reservoir Dogs, War for the Planet of the Apes. Really like that pick. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and Dances with Wolves. Cam took Into the Spider-Verse. The Spider-Man. Come on. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Night the Lion King. Nightcrawler. (laughs) Jojo Rabbit and Black Panther. And myself with the final pick. I'm George. Parasite. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. The Deer Hunter, Kung Fu Panda, and the Human Centipede. So, a movie that we that is very good, in my opinion. I don't know; it would not get any votes. Is Pig with uh, yeah. Nicholas Cage? Really yeah, good I, movie, actually. That is a good movie. But, but again, no one's gonna. No, one's I gonna. Think, no that's a well liked movie, though. Isn't I'm it? surprised, and I, I think I think all three of these would have done votes. Uh, Sonic, Sonic Two, and then Chronicles of Narnia. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh yeah, I, think done, uh... I just don't like it really that much. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't like them, but I think they would have done well with those. We better make we some clips that, uh... of this draft because we got some potential oh, in these we, moments. We conclude all the shit. Could have yeah. run chick. So could have gone chicken run, Seth. I know you I, like I, that movie. That I like that movie a lot. <laughs> I really wanted to pick this, but I didn't think it would get any votes because it's just so old and never on people's mind. But To Kill a Mockingbird, I feel like it's okay. a great film. disrespectful oh, to be left off, to be honest. I but I just feel like, movie, yeah. Man. That uh, is a good one. The Lobster. Damn it. I like The Killing of the Sacred Deer. If we were going to accept, if we were going to accept, I, I don't know if this counts, actually. If we were going to accept a dragon, would we have accepted Lilo and Stitch? Isn't Stitch his, his, like, it's his name, but it's also what he is? Or No. The retroactive rules I'm making them right now is if it's been referred to as an animal in more than one different medium, like dragons have been referred to as an animal in so many mediums. Yeah. Like a unicorn, I mean, like fairness, a unicorn, I would have accepted. 
Yeah. I'm not wrong. We've been right. in the past now where whatever's been called a certain animal, <laughs> mythical or not. Just I like, think the only mythical ones would be like uh, unicorn or dragon, alien. probably the only acceptable ones. Would we alien. consider alien. <laughs> alien. Alien. Aliens. Aliens. Ooh, perfect. Oh, God. Close us out, Tyler. Yeah, that, that wraps up our most absurd track. Well, we'll definitely be making some clips of this and uh, go over to our Real Talk TikTok account because it has been doing well lately. So if you're not following that already, go and follow it as well as all four of us on TikTok. The links are in the description as always. Shout out to our Patreons once again, especially our executive producers who made this episode and all the episodes this week possible. We have Blake Huffman. Al Bodie, Mac Wells, Marcellus, Mike Ludi, Remy Walker, Jeffy Maud, Ben Hansey, Benjamin Vetch, Brom Vitz, Cameron Volker, Ferdinand Scyther, John Anderson, Jordan Gag, Reese David, Tobias Johnson, Truall N, Will Kim, and Yunus BBX. Huge thank you to all of you executive producers and everyone over at Patreon. So go check that out in the description once again. This has been our quarter century episode 25 of the Real Talk podcast. We will see you with our half-year anniversary next week.